0: Come up this week is a music and events industry special with our good friend Alistair Cav and he's on promoting his uh, EP Joy and Struggle and his self-titled Joy and Struggle. Uh, This week we talk about the pandemic, sports fake crowds, smelly wedding venues, Tread, (laughs) I think it's called Tread but we need the link, we'll put the link in the description. Saving music and events, the economy, furlough, the comedy rule, self-employment grant falling through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Josh Groban, favourite gigs, young fathers, Father John Misty, Justice. Uh, oh wait, it's just a, uh, I'm trying to say Dowani Junction, but it's just <laughs> autocorrected to Swanee Junction. Swanee Junction, <laughs> <laughs> Wolfpack, Silver Meso, yeah. Tiny Desk Concerts, Jeep of Collier, Metallica, Arcade Fire, Fleet Foxes the Royal Concert Hall, Crazy Dancers, crazy, crazy Audience Members, Hans Zimmer, Naked Gigs, Coffee with Back or Oppoing with Burl Bl- Bl- Drummer's on the Smack, <laughs> Smack Martini, Class <laughs> A, <laughs> A- mm. FM, Dave Grohl, Genocide, Currently Love, Three Inch Nails, Phil Specter, and Quincy Jones and also Dead White Males play Music. <laughs> uh-huh. So let's go. <laughs>
1: Welcome to episode 17 of the Carbon Copy Covid Cure Podcast. There may be some bad language. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on YouTube and Anchor. We're a wedding band from central Scotland and we're on lockdown, so we're doing a podcast. My name is Martin, I play guitar in the band. I'm joined by our lead singer, David Swan. Howdy. Our bass player, Mark Caulfield. Hi there. And our drummer, Neil McDougall.
2: Good evening. Uh, we've got oh, Neil just <laughs> fell off his seat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've got. I think Neil fell off his seat because he's very excited, like we all are, about yep. our very special guest we've got this week. Who
2: mm-hmm. um, is it? Who is it?
1: <laughs> it's a man who really cares about music, a live sound engineer, musician, make expert, one of the biggest sound guys in Edinburgh, Mr. Alistair Kampf. Ah. How you
3: doing, guys? Hey ah. there. <laughs>
1: Welcome Alistair, how are you doing?
3: Not too bad, thanks. Thanks for having me in.
1: You having a good pandemic?
3: Oh yeah, like everyone, you know. It's been fine. How about yourselves? <laughs>
1: we're loving it. Yeah, we're having a great time. Um, no work and no money, <laughs> no purpose in life. It's great. Nee, nee, nee,
2: nee, <laughs> <laughs> how do they sound? Some of, some of
3: it's been okay. I mean you know, I think, all joking aside, I think like quite a few people, there's kind of that funny feeling where some of the personal stuff over the summer has been all right. Like, I've got to spend a lot more time with my wife and I've got to spend a lot more time outdoors instead of like down dingy basements doing sound for live bands <laughs> up till three in the morning kind of thing but mm-hmm. yeah i think sort of now that the nights are all drawn in and everything you do kind of you start thinking about it all again and want to get back into the basements and seeing your pals again and all being up close to each other and playing music too loud and all the rest again so yeah it's mixed it's mixed
2: Mm-hmm. You're um, firing out the EPs as well. Is it Join Struggle? Am I right Yeah, that's Joy? it.
3: That's, that's the new one just out at the moment. Um, Fantastic,
2: by the way. Thanks very much. Fantastic. No, mate. Appreciate I've, on- I've only had one listen through. I will get another listen through. But very happy really, you've had really, awesome. That's great. Really good, mate. Really good. Oh, as, as all your stuff I've listened to, to be fair, Alistair. That's really So he's funny. a very talented guitarist as well, not just mm-hmm. a sound guy. He is a sound guy, but a bit of sound tech, but. <laughs> Very talented guitarist. I really like it. Really like yeah, it. Yeah, check that
1: out. Is that a new EP you've got?
2: Yeah, Alistair? yeah. Um, that's that's What's on uh,
3: Bandcamp just now. It's just a self-titled EP. It's the first thing we've done, uh, nice. and that's kind of like a sort of a folk band, but kind of with a lot of electric guitars and a lot of volume mm-hmm. and you know a lot of improv and stuff. So really great singer called Neve and uh, a great drummer who a lot of people work with called Alex Palmer me kind of brilliant. using my, my sound skills on guitar by which I mean I use so many effects pedals and amplifiers that I cheat so you can't actually tell that I'm not doing very much mm-hmm. but yeah it all works together
1: we'll it's stick brilliant. a wee link down in the, the comments that'd yeah. be great and, Cheers, and, guys and Dawson if you want to check it out and also, yeah and
2: at this out? point Spanko okay, can maybe edit a wee bit of it in here as well is that too mm-hmm. much work for you Spikes?
0: well if, if Alistair allows it
2: yeah absolutely I, I like the folk part of it I, I, I do like I, I, I must admit that it's kind of a like, country to me folk there's good and bad There's there's to me it's like Marmite there's either really really good folk in country or really really bad folk and country and I, I really dig your stuff it's great I love the kind of you know the atmospheric guitar sounds that you get Alistair as well it's probably, yeah, sure absolutely cheers, brilliant cheers, dude. I always great. like it Sorry. when
3: people take sort of traditional music and try and do something a bit different with it, try and add on to it or yep. whatever. So we thought we'd try that. Yeah,
2: yep, definitely. Now I'll take my tongue out your ass.
3: Ah, you're right. <laughs> Spend the rest of the, the, the even slang me off now.
2: <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, so
1: uh, the theme of this episode is going to be the music and event industry. That's all our collective industry, or as um, it's known,
2: IT now. <laughs> Aye, fuck. Or um, Domino's deliveries, <laughs> I think. That's what it's known as now, that <laughs> industry.
1: Um, so we ask our guest a question, then we ask it to the rest of uh, us. So I'm going to ask you a wee question, Alistair, if you uh-huh. do not mind answering it. And that is, how has the pandemic affected your industry?
3: <sighs> Where do you even start with that, eh? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's, it, it feels, Weep, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, at the very top level, I feel like there are still things going because there's people that can record, you know, even do the, the socially distant drive-in gigs and the things that you've been seeing a wee bit of, um, or they can, you know, record things in studios and send it out to millions of fans on, you know, whatever social media. But at the day-to-day level that I kind of live at, it's gone, it's wiped out. There's no, there's no gigs, which is just completely the lifeblood of everything we all do um you can't get together it just it feels weird and impersonal to be doing it all behind a screen and Mm -hmm. i suppose like if i do if i do stream a uh you know someone's home gig or something like that they do and i enjoy it then great but a lot of the time you're trying to just get into the vibe of what it's like seeing a band and then something you know there'll be a wee glitch or something or the audio will lag or you know Mm -hmm. it it just reminds you so much of 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 how much we've lost i just Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I'm kind of reaching around for different things here because it's, it's, it's difficult to convey yeah. with words how much everything's just fucked to be honest at the moment, I really do feel that way.
2: You, you more so than most of the sound engineer guys that we work with, you're a, you're a people guy alistair as well so it's the it's not just you know the live music it's the turning up you know half an hour before having a wee blether finding out what you've been doing the last week or two and then you know having a good night and the pub's packed and everybody's jumping about and then we've all had a good night and you know it's it's the there's more to it than just turning up and having the gig if you like isn't there there's Uh, usually uh, that
3: the social p- thing is is, yeah. is what makes it all work, you know. I mean, I love listening at home to you know a good album as much as anyone else. Maybe more than yeah. some people, you know. But actually seeing people and not having it all together is is what makes it all really work.
2: I've stopped um, listening to anything online really that live stuff now. I did mm-hmm. at the start. I was I was tuning into a lot of. You know, guys that were doing the, you know, the ch- the tip jars on PayPal and try to help out and stuff. But yeah, I, me
3: too, Swanee.
2: I, I, I can't I, I can't do it now. I can't. Do, I've yeah. got to the point where I'm like, I just can't watch anymore it right now. It needs to be live next for me, or it's nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, like you, I do listen to albums and listen to your EP and stuff like that. But this particular, we're trying to do this live stuff over the internet. It don't use that as a longevity thing because it's no fucking working for me. Yeah, totally, you man. Know, it's, totally. It needs to go as soon as it possibly can. There's a lot of guys as well that are doing, I've noticed a lot of bands and stuff that are actually doing, um, because they know now, you know, the restrictions are going to be there for a good long time. They're doing like ticketed, um, you know, shows, live streams. I know some people in, in, the,
3: in the Edinburgh scene are doing that kind of
0: thing, yeah.
2: I, I just you, don't see how they... I don't see how that's going to work. I but, do, uh, I mean I know what you mean, know what you
3: mean. well that's it, because on the, on the one hand I'm thinking, oh I don't want to, you know, I wouldn't pay for something that I can't actually no. see live like that, on the other hand I'm thinking, well at least someone is putting their hand up and trying to do something for keeping things going, whether it's a stopgap or a longer term thing or whatever, I, I do admire it, but it, it, it does kind of leave me cold, so.
2: The way I see it as well is, I mean, I'm listening to this, and it could be the best fantastic band you've ever heard in your life, but they're still coming out my iPhone speaker. Do you (laughs) know what I mean? Uh It's like, I it's... I'm just depressed with it all now, so ignore me. But it's it just it doesn't do anything for me anymore. At the start, it kind of I did. It got me through a few weeks and stuff. Where I was like, ah, oh, that's good to see the guys up online and they're gigging and we were putting our kind of a stuff up as well. But it's just it gets to the point where I'm like, ah, no, nah, it needs to totally. be alive now. Totally. I, and I'm I'm not even just talking about music, anything. I, just give me like, a football game, a crowd, or a you know anything have you thriving. found all the uh,
3: have you found the, the the live sports that have come back have, have has that kind of scratched your itch at all
2: not really mate it's the same as Because the crowd's gone it's the same as this. I it's the same as the music stuff. I mean, I can do it for a week, two weeks and then I'm like oh, this is absolutely garbage and I just don't... and you can see it in the players. You know yeah, there's some yeah. really strange score lines coming out and it's I know
3: what you mean. In part and all the kind of fake crowd noise. I mean, that's actually done very well by by a, you is. know some of my kind of if you like fellow industry professionals, <laughs> it is pretty skillfully put together, but even so it's funny. But I'll tell you what I watched actually just let see. Yeah, yesterday that I really liked. Um, I watched the the tennis, the French Open final, and Alan ah, Djokovic. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. they they had people in for that, and it was only yeah. a thousand people, but mm-hmm. it was enough. And they had them all down the front by the microphones. It was yeah. enough that it was real again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, that that was great.
1: I think there's been quite a few events in different countries that have had. You know, like a thousand or, or so many people. The only really mm. seems to well, it only seems to be us that that I haven't really got involved in getting, you know, a
2: limited number of people back. I, I think even in the States, if they've got some basketball stuff in the go, and I think the snooker tried to do a wee bit here. They did, but actually, the uh, final, they had a few people. Uh, yeah, they
3: had a bunch of people in for that, didn't they?
2: The, the, where we are right now, for the next wee while, I don't think we'll see anything like that. And it, the, the word you used is real. It needs to be real now for me. Anything like that has got to have the passion. I was watching... A couple of football videos because there's a big game coming up at the weekend. I kind of are just in a lot of group chats and some videos been sent. In the crowd, noise and atmosphere when a goal goes in seems now to me like tenfold almost. I don't think I'll, I'll ever, um, you know, take it for granted again because, you know, when you hear a, a goal getting in on one of these videos I'm watching and the crowd goes wild, it's it's just, that's what makes it, that's what yeah, makes the That feels like from thing. a different
3: world now, doesn't it? it really it does. has I just, I hope, I hope so much that if and when we do get it all back, that we don't lose that feeling of gratitude for having it back. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Aye. As human beings were good at that.
3: Yeah, right. Oh, oh I do anything for this back. It's like when you're sick, isn't it? And you're like, I'll do anything <laughs> to be well again, and then I'll bounce around, do a million things, and you get maybe one day of gratitude, and then you're just back to lying on the sofa. I you get, yeah,
2: that shit. Yeah. Yeah. For, first gig back, we have got about, like, oh, I can't about staying this anymore. Yeah, will so <laughs> take you three <laughs> tunes. <laughs> Imagine uh, the first
1: load like sat on uh, your ass for three months, and then you have to actually got up <laughs> yeah. and take like, take like ten trips into some wedding venue with 40 sets of stairs and 30 amps
2: I would give quite my quite right arm fu- for
0: that the new mill.
2: well I'll add something into that then imagine that and you're roasting and sweating and you're wearing a fucking mask Then, it oh man imagine
0: that mm. like
2: well, might happen man no that will happen Aye. imagine walking through bleep this out the Kitchens where all the steam's coming out, and oh, oh my god.
3: Well, man. the mask
0: would oh. help in that particular venue because it fucking stinks like <laughs> <laughs> And fucking filtering, sticking. you
3: know. It's uh, like protect, <laughs> protecting yourself from the world rather than protecting people from
2: yourself and each other.
1: It won't help with a <laughs> the buffeting.
0: buffets are gone forever, for, everywhere, I guess.
2: I can't breathe down a normal game. Hello, <laughs> How am I going to date with a mask on? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? better anyway, enough Doom and gloom. <laughs> like Next,
0: girl, uh,
2: and uh, um, there's no much upbeat to speak about in this this particular particular. it's like we want to be dead upbeat and there's fuck all in the world to be upbeat about But
3: well, you got the kind of you know upbeat stuff out of the way at the start didn't you it's like you <laughs> yeah. know, so you're going Alistair you've got an EP out that's great that's new that's cool and let's get back to the doom and gloom <laughs> <laughs> that's the rest of the podcast guys <laughs> <laughs>
2: done I watched a really interesting thing last night, lads. I don't know if he's want to put this in, but I want to tell you about it. Um, it's called Tracks. D- has anybody seen it? It's on um, it's a How 2013. Do you spell that? Doc. T R A C K S.
0: Oh, and not with an X. Very cool. So,
2: it's uh, for that, some reason, I
3: thought that'd be with an X as well.
2: Uh, no, and it's not a music thing, right? Wait to hear what this is about. Um, this is a documentary about a small town in America and a guy who has trials and tribulations he moves there he's like an incomer you know and there's a big family there that owns most of the buildings and he's trying to get his business up and running and they slaughter him they don't let him you know get what he wants and you know undermine him at council meetings and don't give him the road and the sanitation that he needs and it ends up um, what he does is he's a big kind of a uh, steel erector guy so this is on Sky Documentaries if you want to check it out I'm sure it's on Netflix as well It wasn't like the Adelaide Film Festival thing or something like that as well. It was really good. But what it does is it makes mm, like a foot thick concrete blocks. But they're, how do I explain this? So it's a foot thick concrete block, but it's got two steel girders at either side of it. So it's like enclosed, concrete enclosed in steel girders. Now what it does with these is it gets five or six of them. And he's got all these big um you know bulldozers and stuff and he kits out one of his bulldozers where this encloses it all, completely encloses it all and this concrete and knocks the fucking town down. <laughs> <laughs> knocks nice. the whole fucking town down you need to watch this but it's incredible and what he does is he he's get holes for guns and he thinks like, so the cops are there quite quick and as soon as they appear he's shooting them with these automatic rifles and I've never seen anything like it in my life because it's all live footage obviously of it happening and i think it happened back in 83 or something i was like back in the 80s so wait this
3: all happened the whole oh my god the whole time yeah, there, i didn't realize this was a a true life yes. thing
2: yeah true life mate um wow. and it absolutely bizarre i mean it was i sat with my mouth open for oh my most god. of it and it it's the tape it's like the guy's suicide tape is a narration all the way through it so it's him talking all the way through it telling you and this happened in this meeting and then it cuts away to that meeting it shows you them doing them over and all that and there's wee drama bits in but then it goes to the the last wee half hour and it's him the the live footage you all the you know the the press and all that him driving through town and just getting into these guys buildings and their businesses and knocking these big buildings to the ground and they couldn't they couldn't get them they were firing you know they tried to blow him out, they tried to shoot him out, they tried to fire him out, smoke him out, they blocked him in with a big massive crane, still couldn't get him out. So, not to waste it, but it's a live documentary, it's a documentary anyway, so you could read about it before you watch it anyway, but he actually they couldn't get into him even when they trap him they can't get into him so he ends up committing suicide I've already told you that because he's got the suicide tape it takes Spoiler him two light. and a half days to actually hey, takes some two and a half days to get in and get his dead body out of the place it's the most incredible thing I've seen it, and it, it's it, kind of a, it makes you root for him like fuck you know or maybe that's just me but I'm like ah, good on you mate good on you he's just he said <laughs> it he's, he's just had it he's up had to fucking here it's that like michael douglas movie what's that michael douglas movie? oh
3: um um yeah i know the one you mean uh, yeah and falling it goes, down is it falling oh, down yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. It, that's, <laughs> it,
2: that's it that's it and it, i just root for the guys see when he's gonna be smashing this town He's causing millions and millions of pounds worth of damage but you're so much on his side by that time it's, just check it out if you can what, where it's where, it's where what country
0: was that in uh, it, I thought it was America. I was hand- gonna America. say, I knew yeah, that was yeah, in America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah happened in America because of get Did he injure anyone though? I,
2: I, no, I don't think so. Spanks, no, not that. No, it was just buildings and stuff because it was so slow. Because it's satellite like, he's built tracks on this digger. Let's get a big and he's enforced these big plate at the front so you know. It so can knock people have time to run away,
3: but they they can't stop him knocking the buildings down. Exactly.
2: I, I want to. F- I'm going to try and find a photo of the um digger to send it cause see when you see it it's like something of a movie it's absolutely mental both
0: metaphorically but- coronavirus is the guy in the in the digger and in the town is the music industry <laughs>
2: mm. well you could look at it like that aye where aye are
0: definitely you then? Where, where, how do you come at us? I'm the wee guy on the way up the hill <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: This. Talk away amongst yourselves or
0: find us. Or don't. Or don't. i just got the next question. There's, there's,
3: there's no conversation killer in the world like talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know.
4: Uh, how, how do we save, or how, what do we do to save the music and the events industry? Pray,
2: Neil. Fucking pray, <laughs> mate. Because we've got a Tory government so they do not give a flying... F- Fuck about any. I was like, not why don't we flying? Fuck.
1: Why don't we get these set of tracks, stick two bits of concrete at the side. Aye. get a big get a big on digger. A van? <laughs> I was just thinking, a sorry, that
3: that sounds like you down in Westminster, let loose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that whole description that you were you were giving us. I gotta say, I mean, from from my point of view, I think it's pretty. You know, what's going on with Corona right now is pretty non-negotiable. And as much as I want to be back in all the venues and everything, I don't Mm -hmm. think we can be safely right now until they've got a vaccine, until they've totally suppressed it and all that. But in the meantime, um, there's got to be funding for everyone and everything who's involved in it. There has to be. And I don't buy this whole sort of, oh, there's only so much money shit that's going around. Because I'm thinking of like in the past, like, Right after the Second World War, we create the NHS when we had about three times as much debt as we have these days. Mm-hmm. We've got to yeah. fund everything that's going on. No one should be going broke. No one should be going out of business because of COVID. And there mm-hmm. should be, a, you know, if, if, if you're worried about, oh, this industry being sustainable or not, whatever, there should be, a, not to get too political, but there should be a universal basic income for absolutely every single adult in the UK. So nobody should be worrying about, you know, their, yeah, their yeah. livelihoods or whatever when all this shit's going on. And then we need to get the other side of it and we need to build it all up again. Nothing should be going out of business or broke right now. I really don't think so. It's the only
1: solution, just everything you've said there. Alistair, honestly, I I think it needs to come, whether it's going to... We're obviously late anyway, whether it comes sooner or later. I mean, maybe it won't come, but I do feel that it has to come because there's no no alternative, but it's just... um, It needs to happen. And there's so much damage being done. You know, people have been told to... Get a new job and then they get a new job and then that job's becomes non-existent anymore and they need to get another job and it's a lot of worry for people and I mm. just yeah. instead of paying paying the businesses I mean instead of like printing money which they're doing paying businesses which they're doing which they've always done the do quantitative easing and quantitative easing
3: that. exactly so yeah yeah like pay, they, they, pay they the have people. no problem creating money there's no problem exactly. doing that but they send it to um, you know they send it to businesses they send it to banks which I'm I'm not actually necessarily opposed to in and itself but if you can do that you can print money effectively and give it to people
2: 100 absolutely mate you're preaching you're preaching to the converted here but again i I was was gonna say
3: like well when i was thinking oh i shouldn't get too political here i was kind of thinking about some (laughs) of some of the the guys i was talking to there and i thought you know i'll just go on but actually (laughs) you know I, i i do think i do think there are not necessarily in entertainment or whatever but there are sometimes you get to a point with a certain type of job where maybe it isn't sustainable whatever anymore but you should never yeah. have someone worrying if they're going to be able to feed themselves and their family yeah.
4: just yeah, because their uh,
3: job's unsustainable so you've got to have some kind of basic income uh, you know a universal credit that goes to everyone all the time uh, that's higher than what we have at the moment because it's pretty shockingly low so that people can eat and, and sustain their lives while they're worrying about how they're going to retrain what industry they're going to go into you know I'm not saying that man. stuff isn't need to be done but
4: yeah,
1: there we are, yeah. The types of jobs we're talking about, music, events, gigs, weddings, things that people are, I think, are always going to want, five years' time, ten years' time, twenty years' time, thirty years' time, I think there's always going to be a market for it. The thing that's kind of almost backwards about this, a lot of the jobs that they're trying so hard to save, which they still should, they know, are actually the jobs that in five years' time, ten years' time, fifteen years' time won't exist. Because automation changes in technology, you know. Yeah. There's this big push to save these jobs. This whole um, viable talk, it's, it's just like, it's a horrible word that's used in a horrible uh, way. I was trying it's to search for
3: that word earlier. It's horrible, isn't it?
1: It's just a horrible way of trying to shift, we sneaky blame shift. about well, the ballerinas, I mean, it's not viable. Uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's like, really, the... The jobs that they're saving the now are the jobs that won't be there. And the, the jobs that we're doing the now are actually really beneficial to an
3: economy? Yeah, they are essential. You know? They are vital jobs. Yeah. I mean I d I I don't care if it's a case of, you know, okay, maybe you're not directly doing jobs. I mean what what's a a real essential for living vital, essential job? Maybe like farmers and the NHS, you know what I mean? Everyone else mm-hmm. is trying to improve quality of life. And I think the yep. entertainment industry, the arts, all that stuff, I think it is essential, maybe not to just basic survival, but to actually thriving as a human being, as a person. Yeah, It's like all those times, even, even if you want to just joke about gigs where well, we've all done together, where you've just got 100 drunk people all jumping about going nuts, I mean, they've probably had a whole week of working really hard, and then they've gone out, yep. and that's their one-night release that week. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Yep. Y- you can't mm. say that's that's not essential.
0: Is it a political thing where, uh, I mean... <coughs> How many artists and musicians are Tories? Do you know what I
2: mean? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there could be an element of that involving it, but to get back to Alistair's um, thing about the uh, universal income, I, I read just a couple of days ago when Boris done his, they had a, like a, a virtual Tory conference, you know how they do that once a year? Yeah. And he, he was getting, he, he actually commented on it, but he was getting, you know, why, why did we do this furlough scheme? And he was saying in his words were I know it goes against our core conservative principles <laughs> but there was no other option. So in other words, there's people within his party that were going, Why the fuck did you bail anybody out when they'd know what to do? It's mm-hmm. uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, these bizarre. are the people that
3: say it's the natural way of the of the world or the way of the market yeah. to let people yeah. Well, yeah. just if they if they don't have a job, just let them stuff, they'll figure it yeah. out, you
2: know. Well, yeah, that's it.
0: That's it. As soon as they, they realize there'd be no fucking tax coming back in or it'd be drastically <laughs> reduced oh wait a minute we've got no fucking dosh coming in here we better do something mm-hmm. there's no country that I have to govern
1: what creates tax better than small businesses like ours and others where you're creating tax out of nothing essentially you know you're like you're not going to a pre-made job that's um, already in existence you're actually you're making something out of nothing yep. and you're putting money into the economy you know that's yeah.
0: Well, that's hard. you're not getting much tax pay from the corporate fucking corporations, are you? Well, exactly. They're no, the ones
3: that are smart enough to figure out how to get around all of it. So uh, I know,
2: I
0: know. That's that. And as well, the, the
2: valid point that you made, Alistair, about that's people's release valve. You know, these things that were, you know, these jobs that make life enhance our life. They're maybe not essential jobs, but they enhance our life as human beings. It's the same I was talking about there you know when you're in it maybe a working class middle class uh, community you know your football on a Saturday or your gig on a Saturday is your release that's your release
3: Yeah and it doesn't just necessarily go for you know like lower income brackets or whatever I mean it could be like go for stereotypes here but someone who's pretty well off and but maybe works in a big corporation as a CEO all week and is absolutely hammered maybe they go uh-huh. to the theater and have a you know a bottle of wine with it and then that's still the arts and that's still their release yeah. at the end of the week and right now absolutely. it feels like there's, there's there's nothing the only thing I can really think of um, that's live and something you can enjoy that's you know unscripted drama whatever you want to call it is when you've got the sports back on the tv at the moment mm-hmm. and a lot of people yep. don't like that so if that's not your bag like you know my um i, I love watching it Oh my, my wife doesn't particularly so she's mm-hmm. not really got anything like that 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 she can mm-hmm. enjoy
2: you know mm-hmm. yeah i've seen on the news as well before i came up that this bailout that they've given to the big ballet companies and stuff like that and there was an owner of a ballet company saying that she was rather impressed, and she's quite comfortable now, and she'll be able to make it through and stuff like that, which is great. But it seems to me that that type of stuff might see the Tory money first. Yeah, maybe it's it being comes... preferred
3: a wee bit. Like yeah, you wouldn't resent yeah. them for getting it, but you kind of go and no. okay, that's fine. I'm glad you've uh-huh. got yours, but what about what about the yeah. share that then goes to other? creative industries and arts and whatnot and also as
2: well even that money is never going to bleed down to the workforce it's never going to bleed down to the workforce it's just going to stay at the venue and the owner level Mm -hmm. whereas you need it to bleed to the workforce and keep these talented people they talk about the bankers scene 2008 when the, the banks collapsed I worked in a bank at the time and they always spoke about we need to bail them out and we need to pay them these big bonuses because these are the most talented financial people in the whole wide world and we need to keep them in the UK. That's all they kept saying all the time we need to keep these guys in the UK. Oh, what a fucking vomit. Now, but what happens when it becomes... Talented musicians, talented dancers, talented—you know—all of these guys in the arts and stuff. It, it, it's well going retraining IT. No, you yeah. fucking wanker. It, it doesn't I even mean. matter whether it's a a dancer or a, or a
1: banker or a musician. the The problem is the people that need the money as in the frontline staff in the banks would never really had the benefit of the bailouts. The same as the workers in the pub won't get any benefits when the when the pub gets bailed out. The same as the
2: no, no absolutely, coi- my, my My point is, though, um, why why not? Why why all this, right? We need to pay out to keep the talent here, and we've got a, an abundance of talent in Aye. The, the country, and, the, and the, the, they're not caring about that. You no, know, no. They don't care. I there's none of that. Let's keep them but in the UK, you know?
1: I just pay the people, pay the workers, fuck the businesses. If you look after the workers, the businesses will be fine. Do you know what I mean? And also, that- as well, fuck the economy. See them the amount of times you hear we need to protect the economy, or it's a balance between the economy and the um, the health. Honestly, fuck the economy. Who cares? Who cares if you're the 10th richest or the 4th richest or the 50th richest or whatever? It, it matters what you do with the wealth that you've got. And if we become, through Brexit or whatever, you know, an imaginary couple of places higher up the ranks and the, the richness tables, it's not going to be any better for him, It's actually going to be just as bad if not worse. So this whole thing about the economy is just a total, you know, falsehood. Print the money, save the economy. It's just like, honestly... But that, they, they've, got, they've
2: got to always do that, not they? Because they're always got. If you go the other way, then it's a socialist, almost communist well, state, isn't it? You know, so if you're going to universal income and don't worry about the economy, just fucking everybody have the same income and we'll be all right once this all goes away and business. And you're right, businesses would be there because the workers will be there to have the businesses operating. But mm-hmm. that's, that's never, a, even with a Labour government, even with probably even with any other parties. You know, probably greens would be the closest, but you would never, you're never going to get that. You know, that's a, them heading down the uh, social. I think street.
0: any country, and I, I don't agree with this, but any country that starts implementing a, a massive UBI, bet their fuck. So, say Britain does it, their pound would probably drop right off, You'd like massively. You know, like, because if, if you do oh, things I mean, that are against the fucking normal capitalism, the market, then, like for instance, when uh, Scotland didn't leave. <laughs> Um, the, the UK, the pound shot up like things that are fucking uh, in my book fucking shit. When they voted in the fucking massive Tory government, the pound shot right up again, just because it's big business and markets like that. Just they, don't the like markets go you know? like, oh, okay, yeah, exactly. they're confident now, this is what they're doing, so the, the pound fucking shot up, even though the mm-hmm. people are going to fucking suffer, man from these big, massive, yeah. horrible
1: decisions. Well, you can you can have a big economy, and I speak about this country every week, you know, Germany, they're paying their people, they're paying their workers, they're a, they're a bigger economy than Britain, they're in the, the EU, they're in the Euro. <laughs> All these things that were told are, are holding this mm-hmm. country back from being rich. Mm. Germany succeeds
3: because it's at the centre of Europe. That's the way it goes for it. And they don't, I'm not going to say there's some kind of socialist state or anything, because they're not, but they have a sort of much more worker-based form of capitalism yeah. they do things like they'll say okay we need you know if, if if an industry is going to be out for six months and then it comes back it's no good if all those people get sacked and they destroy all the supply lines and everything in the meantime so they do their furlough schemes and whatnot but they can put them in for 18 months they just say as long as it's mm-hmm. needed and then we'll take care of it you know on the other side uh, you'll come back and you'll be economically productive citizen paying your taxes again and we'll all do better because of that
1: and that yeah. improves the economy yeah.
0: overall aye I- not this crap about how the painful this must prime minister. How the painful this, which is what I hear all the time from the fucking, you know, when he's walking out and the and the press are all there. That's the yeah, first mm-hmm. fucking question you hear is mm-hmm. how are we paying for all this? How are we paying for all this? That just-
3: that, that is a legacy of, of you know what we're talking about for 2008 and the crash that happened. Yeah. Uh, that the the Tory government that came in a couple of years after that, they pulled this great confusion every over everybody, where they mm-hmm. pretended that. Uh, the, the way that the finances of a country work are like the finances of a household. So they said, okay, you, you, we all know this. When you're a household, you can't have more going out every month than you've got coming in. You can mm-hmm. s- spend on one big thing like a house and get a mortgage and pay that off. But your day-to-day income expenses have to add up. And that's not the way countries work because they create their own money. Yeah, you know, absolutely. To, to, you can't. Don't get me wrong. You can't just get away with it and pay for th- anything you want forever. Because eventually you get hyperinflation and mm-hmm. you go the way of, you know, uh s Germany or Zimbabwe. Exactly. Again. So, oh, yeah. um, but as long as financial markets are still happy to lend you money at low interest rates, mm-hmm. then uh, you can pay for essential things like keeping your workforce from starving, for example.
2: Yeah. You know. Absolutely. You can yeah, absolutely. do that. You can.
3: You can borrow money uh, right now uh, they're looking at what's the bank of Eng- england has started suggesting that um we should get ready for negative interest rates it's that yeah, easy to that. borrow money at the moment at, at for yeah. at a large level yeah so I heard about that. you know it's, it's how does
2: that work so they pay you to borrow money yeah pretty much
3: <laughs> you don't you don't have to pay them back quite as much as you borrowed but it doesn't work like so you and me it's only at the level of like right. you know bank of scotland would turn to the bank of england yeah borrow a lot yeah. of money uh, and then to, to encourage liquidity you encourage people to borrow and to spend and then yep. they would pass that money on to us and then we would have low interest rates and then eventually they wouldn't have to pay the Bank of England back that much
4: what's your thoughts Neil? Uh, I've, I'm just drinking my beer and listening to your dulcet tones talking about stuff like sometimes I think it's like quantum <laughs> physics might as well be fucking going off in my head because I can't understand it <laughs> I wish I could but to me it just seems like one of those things that just keeps asking more questions and then more questions and then I more questions answered, and then, yeah. I never get a fucking answer so I just I just shut up I've <laughs> I can't, I can't. Or, or, or I'll just become a serial killer one of the two so whatever you want you want a serial killer or just someone who drinks beer and listens I'll do that
3: <laughs> uh, this is it you could totally you could put this podcast out and then you could easily find someone you know who could come across far more knowledgeable than, than myself or, or Swanee whoever who would tell you exactly why everything we're saying right now is wrong and why we can't have a yeah. furlough schema why we can't have all this I mean, it's it's you know that's why always that that's the
1: thing know, if anybody does know, come and say that, they're just talking shit <laughs> <totally
3: lame. laughs> that's what I'm
1: going <laughs> to stick to anyway.
3: And, uh, uh, opinion always comes into it so much you can't always just say oh trust the science these are the facts you know the opinion does always come into a well, huge amount
0: what I've started hearing now from the, the party and, and power just now I've heard it twice now is they've gone uh, based and when policies have come out it's gone that's no, it's not our fault that you're losing a job, it's Covid's fault. It's like, no. Nah. COVID doesn't make a decision on the finances of a fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't pretend that it does. Absolutely,
2: Spanks. Absolutely. And do you know what's annoying me more than anything? Um, that wee picture that I sent yesterday, and it's all over the news about the ballerina and she'll need to retrain and the cyber thing. And all oh, that. yeah. They've not got the fucking balls to come out and go, we expect these industries to be out the game until there is a a vaccine. They're not actually Saying physically that, uh, committing themselves to say that. And that is so f- it- even if they came out and said that what I've just said and even added on but we're no pennies a fucking penny, so go and get another job, then I would be quite I would I would be, uh, thanks for your fucking honesty, your Tory cunt at least I know now <laughs> you know what I mean? At least I know now where my, my future stands. That that's 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 airing about it and f- laughing about it and having to pick out wee bits of their propaganda to realise what they're planning and what they think will happen, it's fucking ridiculous, come out and tell the, the hospitality industry, tell yep. yeah come out and say, look, this, this is not going to happen until we get a, a viable vaccine that's got some long-lasting immunity to it, because every single scientific fucking thing that I've read, they've read that too, and they all say that. So why are they not just coming out and telling us that? And I know why they're not coming out and telling us that, because they're fearing in case they lose votes, and they're fearing in case they lose people. And, but it's the fucking truth, and everybody knows it, and they, they just won't come out and actually Yeah, of course. Tell I
3: mean, the, the guy, the minister who was responsible for the department, well, that advert came out. He was questioned about it. The, the one with the ballerina, you know, her next job's inside. Yeah. Know and he immediately just said, oh, oh, uh, yeah, but actually um, it was a different department that, have. But no. I didn't know about that. He just completely <laughs> abandoned responsibility for it. Instead of just fronting up and going, actually, you know what? Yeah, uh, we do stand by that. And quite a lot of people yep. are going to have to retrain. And, uh, you know, that, maybe that's not a viable job. We thought ballerina was a good example of someone that would be like that. So tough, you know, mm. didn't have the balls to say that. He just said, oh, no, nope, no, nope, someone else, someone else.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, you know, being able to, coming out and being honest with people, instead of just going, oh, well, you might need to retrain, you know, that might not be able to do that for a wee while and stuff like that, but actually coming out and saying to somebody, your job won't be there for... Two years, three years minimum, four years minimum we think for the vaccine then people have a, a, a way of going right I can just work my life round about that and then I can go back to whatever I was doing. Instead of all this just it's propaganda nonsense and you need to actually pick out the wee bits that they send out like that poster to be able to realise this is what's going on because they've sat in a room eighty of them or nine of them or how many it is we sage and they've worked all this out and they've got these wee things that are going to be drip fed to us over the next Six months to twelve months about how if you're in this industry you would need to go and do this and do that instead of actually just physically out and going are hey, you fucking stupid? There's not going to be any football or music or gigs or anything like that until we get a vaccine. Nobody will come out and say that. Yep. Nobody. It's fucking absolutely ludicrous. It is implied, but there is an element that they
1: don't know. You know that's that is the reality as much do as they know that. Comp- Merv?
2: They know. everybody knows
1: that well they don't know when things will get back nobody knows when a vaccine comes when a a long lasting immunity vaccine comes they they don't know you know they don't know after when a vaccine will come that's an unknown but but just say that that is my
2: point my point is just say that my point is just come out and say that physically come out and say we think that all this stuff that we're talking about will come back once there is a a, a long lasting immunity vaccine available they're not saying that and everybody knows that you do have to want, I mean, there is
3: obviously a degree of hindsight to what I'm saying here, but you do also have to wonder why there are countries that through their, you know, exactly. some would say good luck, some would say, I would, more like myself, I would say policy decisions in ways they dealt with yeah. it. Why there are countries like New Zealand and, and, and mm-hmm. Vietnam and a few others that have managed mm-hmm. to completely suppress the virus to the point where, I've got a friend living in New Zealand, he went to an All Blacks game the other day.
2: Yeah, my auntie was you know? at a party with a gig and all that mm-hmm. at the weekend it's in gigs. New Zealand. So that, aye, that's the thing, I mean, there. that's all
1: it's happening. Not, the, these things are happening and they will happen. You know, that's the problem we've got as our government here. Are we're going to be lighter than everybody else yep. getting back. And it's difficult for them to commit to anything because they know that, you know. And I think as well, apart from anything else, as much as they're they're making bad decisions based on Their own beliefs of what's right and what's wrong, which is different to mine, but I suppose it's an opinion at the end of the day. Apart from anything else, I think they're just really incompetent. You're talking about a Tory government that was voted in for a Brexit. That's just guys that aren't really up to the Guys that don't have the experience, you know, to deal with these sorts of things. It would be difficult for them to, but... How's China getting on with the virus now? I never...
2: You never really hear much. I think it's pretty surprising. I mean, what happened to the, the videos at the start of people dropping dead in the street in China? When we all had to lock down and arrest and stuff like that. What, what? how is Ch- And is nobody looking to China? Is nobody from our government going, we have fucking money here? No how
4: chance. did they do
1: that?
2: Can
4: we well, they're, just they're, copy banning, that?
2: they're banning Huawei and stuff.
1: They're aligning themselves with America and they're making out China as the bad guy. I don't want to talk about China again for like the, the all your time in this <laughs> podcast, but. <laughs> 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 so yeah, they're not that way, but they're, they're totally trying to not align themselves with China.
2: For, for many reasons. I find the Chinese thing very bizarre, very bizarre, but I will not go there again. I find it very bizarre <laughs> how we're not hearing a fucking thing about it now. And that was in that China was all over the news at the very start. The so why, totally. why, why are we not hearing
0: anything about it now? Change the tune into it. Well, remember remember how much emphasis was on Italy? Because they were ahead yep. of us and it's like, mm-hmm. this is how bad it's going to be. Yep. As if to say, yep. we're never going to be that bad. Don't worry about it. Then obviously we, you don't hear a fucking thing about Italy in the mainstream media here no. now. We're, we're worse.
1: actually worse than America. Well, I seen a thing. They never say, they never spin it this way in the news. But percentage population,
0: percentage, yeah.
1: percentage population because they were talking about the um, the American presidential debate, and they were saying um, they, were pulling, they were doing the fact check thing. they were saying well, actually Joe Biden's wrong by saying that you know America. Was the thing they were it's kind no, of this thing where whether
3: you go by total number of cases or whether you go aye. by cases of percentage of population yeah. where I think I think is it made to be maybe Belgium that's actually the worst off there uh-huh. I think yeah, I think yeah. what in yeah. the UK Britain's were about 50,000 deaths and the US there are yeah. about 200,000 but yeah. there's yeah. six times as many people <laughs> in the US as there <laughs> are in the UK uh, and there's yeah. about four times as many deaths but yeah. anyway that's yeah. so you see what I mean
1: I buy them as to say that Trump had made such a bad mess that it was like the second worst in the world, but actually what the, what the fact-checker was saying, Britain's worse than America. The it's not exactly... only covering
3: yourself in glory if you're, you know, if you're only just behind either where the UK is or the US I is. I mean, we're both pretty... There the, does seem to be this weird link, though, where the more sort of, you know, libertarian, right-wing the government has been, the worse off it's been in that country.
2: Absolutely. It's about... It's man.
0: about individualiz- individualism versus... Um, uh, collectivism. Collectivism, yeah. Yeah. I've said the that. The Comey rule
2: thing that you put us on his banks when you're watching that, you kind of understand why we're in that mess. You know, if people like Trump and Trump and Boris are pretty similar, I would imagine. Um but in that Comey rule thing, or is it Comey? Comey, Comey rule, rule, yeah. Aye. Uh, um where where they go into him about they confront him about the Russian collusion. And obviously it's a drama, but um they, this is coming for the guy that was in the meeting. But if they're getting to him and they're going, we think you're, you know, Russia's affecting the the votes, and but this is what we've been told: X, Y, and Z. And the only thing that fucker was interested in was the golden shower with the prostitutes. That was the only uh-huh. thing that he kept getting back to. I want that sorted. I want that. Nothing to do with the Russian collusion and why would people think I'm in bed with Putin and stuff like you know? And the, the, every time we met that, Comey, it was always about mm. ah, these prostitutes. I wasn't even any prostitutes, you know? It just shows you where these guys' heads are.
0: Absolutely fucking bananas. We well, if anyone wants to see it, it's on Sky Atlantic just now. It's the Comey rule, it's pretty good. I mean, your rights one is it. completely one sided.
2: Oh, it's hugely one sided.
0: Aye, it's, it's, it's a hate letter to Trump, it's what it is. <laughs> But as right. he says, uh, obviously the guy, Jim Comey, that was the FBI director, just as... He kind of accidentally got Trump in, almost, is what it says at the start. And then yeah. he... It just, it's just about his time with, with Trump. and I it, see if it's fucking even, even... Makes
2: him out to be jesus but do you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. That guy is nah, no. fucking Teflon Jim. He never done anything, <laughs> did he? Nah. I mean, nah. The, the the whole documentary paints that guy out to be God, the God. most perfect human being that has ever walked God's Green Earth, and as soon as I see that, alarm bells ring. That's I'm true. like, yeah, nobody's that fucking clean nah. man. Nah I know, you know but I mean? if
0: the shit about if the shit about Trump's even half true, it, I know it is terrifying. <laughs> and it is by the way. It will be. He's like a child, man. He is it like is a, a child. kid. He fucking
1: he's uh he's got corona, so I think we should give him a little bit of respect. Uh, he's not him, in, yeah, he's no <laughs> <the laughs> yeah, He's cured.
2: He's cured from the China. He's
3: cured. He's cured. And now of course he's saying that, you know, obviously, because 'cause I'm cured, uh, it's nothing to worry about, guys. So you know, everyone I man know. up.
0: Yeah. Go there and get killed fuck your Do not be afraid of it. Credit. I don't think we answered your question there, Neil. I don't think it can be answered.
2: <laughs> can he there's nothing that no we can I, do to save the music event industry
1: well pay pay the workers until such time as they can get back
3: that's it that's no the thing you home. have to do no and no support, support the industry and support the workforce both right now and then when things are trying to come back again
1: has anybody got any messages for the government I know that um,
2: I know fuck Boris yous. listens in every week that's my message <laughs> fuck yous fuck every single fucking one of yous that's my message.
3: I'm glad that if I'm if I'm gonna try and add a wee bit of balance to it, um, I would at least <laughs> say you know what I mean you got to try it, right. But I would at least say that the <laughs> the the self-employed support scheme and the furlough thing together, there were some cracks and there were some holes in it. But
2: right, uh,
3: having 80% and then 70% over that initial six months was really good. And I know that that the gap there was people who were doing their own. It's like. PAYE but they were effectively self-employed they got totally missed yeah. Yeah,
2: me I'll tell you my story that was you so see see, wait till you hear this right so this is my story I'll bore you to fuck but see if I never was able to go back and get my old job I would be sitting here with zero income from the start of this is that that what you've done man i had to go back to the council yeah. Yeah, yeah um but basically what happened with me is is you know how you need to earn 50 percent yeah um more than 50 percent of your self-employed income but they took it from your previous tax year so i had packed in a full-time job um in december this happened in march and oh. they're saying to me but last year you had 51 percent pay and I said i don't have that job anymore doesn't matter you had 51 percent last year you're getting nothing and then I went, right, okay, so I'm not going to get any of that, right, okay, let's go and see if any benefits, I'll get any benefits, so I phoned up Universal Credit, and they said, do your wife work? Yeah, goodbye, uh, so I was like, alright, oh shit, I better phone up Job Seeker's Allowance, phoned up with Job Seeker's Allowance, went, oh Mr Swan, that guy there that's been paying fucking Class 1, Class 2 and Class 4 for the last 10 years, National Insurance, we'll give you two months at £70 a month, and then you're on your own, and that that's w- where I was. And, and I never had... I was on a sessional post at the time. I'd managed to get back in with my old boss, thankfully, God bless him. Um, but, you know, I, I'd not had a job, and I was thinking, come to the end of this, I've zero income. Like, zero. Nothing. Zulch. Nada. Fucking hell, man. nothing. I, and that's after 10 years of working up a self-employed business, paying class, and working another job at the same time so that I can build up that business and paying every single class of insurance that you can pay plus my 20% tax, plus my fucking... Oh, don't get me started.
3: I hear you, man. I mean, this is the thing, like... When I was... When I was getting the self-employed payments coming to me i know sometimes people have this really weird mentality but they do you know where they go oh i don't know i don't know about getting benefits when this is happening i feel like i'm scrounging or i feel like i'm doing that because the the mentality the government tries to put into your head has finally got to them a wee bit yes. and i said i'm not gonna have any of that i've paid you know ev- ever since i've been yes. self-employed i've paid all my bits and my bobs and i've paid all my national insurance yes. and um this is it coming back to me. It's national insurance, yep. you know, absolutely. for what situation yeah. that's absolutely nothing
0: that should have been. The attitude, mate. It totally, like, yeah.
3: man. And 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 I've that was my attitude. And I was like, I'll oh, I'll get paid for this, and then hopefully I'll have someone to go back to later on. And in the middle of that, I've tried to be fair and and balanced and give them, give give the the Tories or give whoever you you want to say it, the government. Uh, You know, their fair due and say, this is Mm -hmm. quite good. And you've, Swanee, you've quite fairly just blown that completely out of the water because, of course, it didn't apply to everyone. You know, for those of us like myself who are lucky enough to have over that percentage, great. But for those who are, you know, getting 49% from self-employed, you're fucked. So it's difficult to justify that, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think the fact is I phoned up HMRC and I put my case forward and they were just like, this is the rules, that's it, and that's, I knew that was going to happen, but to be able to not go, right, well, let's look at people that don't have the jobs anymore, you know, why are we looking at that? La- I'd even had my present year's tax return through, showing my P45, they could see it in front of them, they could see that the only job I had was my self-employed band musician job, but you no, know, because you had that income way back last year, you don't qualify for this when this pandemic's happening. Th- I found it ridiculous, and I knew it was going to happen. You know, I, f- I was going to fall through every single crack because it's the fucking Tories in it, and it will happen to me. But you, like you say, you're trying to bring light and shade in it, and it saved a lot of people. Like yourself, Banks, you were able to get it, and that's yeah. great. And the millions of people yeah. will be able to get it. You're right, Alistair. To say that was the right thing to do, but there is people like me, hundreds of thousands of people like me, who are not even as lucky as me that was able to go and get another job. Um, that'll be stuck with. Zero income. This is it. Zero. I mean,
3: you, you, you fell through the first crack and that you weren't able to get the the benefit, which, you know, would have been your rightful due. I, I strongly yeah. feel, but at, at least yeah. you were then able to go and get a job back. And then there's, yeah. like you say, there's hundreds of thousands that aren't even, aren't even that lucky that fall through the next yep. crack and that, mm-hmm. uh, yep. you know, whatever that, that was providing their living
2: is gone. Yep, absolutely,
1: mate. Yeah. Because it was so badly organized and they were paying. Different percentages of people's actual wages instead of having what we talked about earlier a universal income that's maybe just a bit more equal for everybody, maybe factor in people's earnings slightly because it was going up from you know small amounts to whatever it was to two and a two and half and grand, grand possible mm-hmm. person, which I wouldn't say is too much money, but I would say if somebody's getting two and a half grand and somebody's getting nothing, <laughs> sure whether there should be a an equal, some sort of equality in there where you bring down the two and a half grand and bring up the person that's got nothing and I think well, that's probably to, I, I, one of the most expensive all yeah, bills in Europe and that's why we can't afford to keep it going and again, Germany's and places have done it right because you don't need your full wage. You don't. You just need enough to, you know, you, you don't spend as much and you just you just need certainty that, that you're going to get through and as you say, Swan, if they can tell you a time, how long it's going to last, whatever, if you get that certainty, you can make plans but I mean, look at you today, Spanks,
0: you were... Th- I thought I was getting made redundant the day, yeah, for the whole... Th- um, since this morning, aye, because I knew there was a big meeting coming on. So I went from one industry, they got, obviously got band, they still panned music, and then all the, I'll be in the boat of a lot of people that have managed to now get a job in hospitality since it's reopened up. And there'll be a lot of musicians and artists as well, definitely, because that tends to be where they fall back into a lot of the time is hospitality... It just, just generally so I'm not getting furloughed for these two weeks we're shut because I'm new and I thought today I was going to lose my job but luckily it's through some fucking miracle I'm getting kept on so but I it's fucking because you worked
2: the hard but mind you said you burst your ass, so you went in and burst your aye. ass, and that means it's paid off mate. Yeah, but the, the, the see answered a wee thing that you were saying there Merv, as well and we'll move on for this lads but the, see that thing that you were saying um, about the more level give outs is mm-hmm. absolutely spot on but again they would have not been allowed to do that it's far too socialist what do you mean you're giving that person that earns 50 49,000 pounds a year the same as you're giving that person that answers the phone you know 12 grand a year you're not doing that no you'll need to make it levels and that's a conservative way and it made it all bundled and disorganized and people were getting payments that weren't meant to get payments people like me weren't getting anything mm-hmm. so yeah it's t- again it was down to the left and right they made their decisions so, on it was down to so right wing uh, conservative also government.
0: how many fucking I don't, know, I don't blame them because there was a massive gap in them uh massive loophole but how many self-employed like plumbers and that who are still <laughs> doing exactly the same work uh were able to get ah. self-employment grant yeah. and just take and, and all it literally asks you uh have you is your business been affected yes or no and you go yes yes it's just a pl- every i can't imagine any plumber's gonna go oh no and i'll not take that extra fucking three grand please do you know what I, I mean? know people that I know be people paying people for were, fucking holidays and
2: shit like that for them. I I, I know people that were self employed who um their self employed business went down like of over lockdown. They were given the grant, they got a job, they were still getting the grant and their self employed business came back up so they were able to do the job, part time self employed business, all while getting a grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what i mean and i was sitting mm-hmm. going i've got fucking nothing yeah
3: <laughs> and that's the kind of thing i think as well that if i'm going to be cynical i would say that tories absolutely love doing which is creating resentment and cynicism mm-hmm. between people who should be working together and helping each other
0: oh okay it's and divisive, on each other's divide side and conquer that's yeah, got to be a Tory. absolutely as, yeah as,
2: as. Let's move on. Aye, we need to move on. Let's, Go off to uh, politics. Name me politics. We'll
3: come back to it. I know. Listen,
4: it no no this next question
0: <laughs> looks way more positive. Him. Nail, are you sleeping? Neil, you sleeping, mate? No, no.
4: The only thing I think <laughs> if I can I add something? Yeah. I've been thinking this this entire Both. time. I think we should have a, a Tory Big Brother, so that we could just get them all <laughs> just in one locked place, and then and then oh, it will all come out. They can't they can't hide it,
2: <laughs> and then I'll get my fucking digger with the concrete <laughs> things and then I'll run
0: right through that fucking but big you brother you better make a correction it's actually two. called Tread the thing that you were talking about not tracks. oh sorry
2: sorry <laughs> Tread and then and every week Tread. every week as well
3: the um, they'll be thinking oh well at least uh, one of us is going to get released this week and then none of them <laughs> do
4: <laughs> they all stay. We released into a whale <laughs> <I know. laughs> Did
2: you all see that, that photo that I put in? Uh, by the way, I think it's called Tracks on Sky Spikes. It oh, may right. have been Treads over in America, but I'll check. Oh, Those look like some anyway.
3: crazy photos. You have to put them in there. And uh, this is going out. That
2: is nuts, Santa. It? It's absolutely uh, nuts. You uh, need uh, to watch that. Watch that if he's got a wee chance. Mm-hmm. It's only about an hour long, but incredible. Mm-hmm. God bless okay, so him. Okay. Okay.
0: The, uh, the next question is way more positive, lads. Uh, <laughs> What's the best gig you've ever been to, Alistair?
3: Oh wow! On the spot there.
0: Yeah, <sighs> I've been. You to
3: must so have been many, to some man.
1: gigs. You I've must been to have so done this. a few decent gigs.
3: Yeah, there is that. Oh no, go someone else first.
0: Okay, okay. I think. What about what about you, Neil?
4: What, what about me? Uh, What's the best gig? <laughs> best
0: gig. <laughs> <laughs> There's not better. Pay- Where are you the right? Yeah, uh, we're the uh, Mara he's, he's in that.
3: He's in that dressing gown. and It's like <laughs> a little his own little
4: uh, hot I, I'm box he's made my, in my there. My Hugh Hefner. I'm just Hugh <laughs> Hefner
0: Neil, what? What's the best gig you've ever been to? Is the question. Maybe. I was just thinking about it. To be fair,
4: but, <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> but the best gig I've ever been to and not played
2: that. I, I play have played that. That's a bit sanctimonious. Oh, the best gig I've ever been at was the one at a played all. <laughs> No, no. Nah, I'm, <laughs> um,
4: I'm not too sure. I, I I guess whether there was alcohol involved or not. Like uh, the uh, ironically, probably one of the most like amazing uh, musical things I've been to was probably. It's going to sound bizarre, but Josh Groban, <laughs> which was at ah. the Armadillo, and just because his band. And his whole the whole thing. I mean, I I didn't expect anything. It was like a present from my mum, and the whole family went, and she loved Josh Groban, blah 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 blah. And I sat there going, "Fucking hell!" I was like, <laughs> "I want to be this guy." I mean, it was just it, honestly. I mean, he's a singer and all that, but he's a drummer as well, and he did all this stuff. And fuck, his whole band were absolutely. He was ha- Is he a drummer too, that boy. Aye, he?
2: he's a drummer know that. first,
4: and aye, and then it, and then he it, it was like, it was, he was making full fully grown adult women greet and little girls greet we do that everybody (laughs) i but for the right reasons (laughs) not for the legal reasons and it was just just, the whole experience was just something that i was completely not no i mean i was probably in the opposite opinion like just like i i'd rather just be picking my nose or something but honestly it was amazing it was unbelievable like from that sense that sounds um, cool i wouldn't i mean uh, for like material music or anything like that, there's probably other things, but I think as a, a full kind of package of something that I was not expecting, I kind of went away going fucking you know. I mean I didn't buy any of his uh, albums, unexpected. but it was the as
3: an experience it
4: was yeah it was, it was, exp- it was the thing. exactly exactly. Yeah. I think that goes back to what, uh, what uh, it? Swanny was talking about it's, it with the live music without live is is dead. There's none. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: none. Aye, it's all it. over. Is, did you know by any merch? You've not got a Josh T shirt no, I, like uh, nah, I don't have
4: a uh I don't have any like that. A pillowcase or nothing like that. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah. Do you know the best gig I've ever been at? And it
2: and that's quite surprising me because 'cause I've been to loads and loads of gigs where it's like really bouncing and a really good time and a wee bit drunk like that, but the best gig I've ever been to is um Tommy Emmanuel in the Royal Concert Hall. And it was a sit down affair obviously with Tommy, but it was just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal to watch that and hear it mm-hmm. in that particular venue. Uh, and he done the last song that he done. I mean, he played all his amazing stuff and guitar all night. But the last song he done was a B three chorder. Johnny Cash is it Hot or something? Like that called that song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. just one spotlight in the middle. And Tommy came on with a guitar, and it, it, it was just you had to be there. That yeah. I was
0: fucking incredible. was brave Hales to play to that song
4: standing. as well. Yeah, it's actually
0: a nine inch nails <sighs> tune
3: is indeed and uh, Trent, Trent Reznor in Mr. Nine Inch mm-hmm. Nails um, famously said after Johnny Cash played it after he heard the tune he said that's not my song anymore that's his so Aye. it's weirdly it's it's weird because I was I was, I was going to say that and I was like I'll leave that because it's, it's it's weird because Trent Reznor saying that I almost feels it's kind of legitimate when people say uh, Johnny Cash is yeah. hurt you know what I mean and then Trent yeah. Reznor didn't start playing that tune again until after Johnny Cash passed away for a few years he didn't play it at all he was like sort of honorary, that's you his. know his tune for a wee while and then it comes back to me later on when he's no longer with us so yeah but i thought i thought of my answer um it's i i I can't pick out one individual gig but i'm definitely gonna go with an an individual band who i think i'm very happy as well they're a scottish band and and um and they're new and i think they're just the best live band going at the moment and i'm evangelical about my tell anyone about them and that's young fathers i think are a a good band on record a very good band at times but live it's like you're talking about the whole bit of your boy there and the experience of seeing him and all that but i think live i haven't seen him about seven or eight times now um maybe only one of those maybe only one of those gigs wasn't was less than spellbinding you know what i mean
1: i've heard a couple of their tunes alistair i and the the couple that i've heard are all right but i don't know much about them but i did know they were scottish
3: But but all these bands are just years ago Years ago, when I was a support worker. That there, there was like six music on, and the kind of bit we all shared together. And one of their tunes came on. I went, "Oh, that's interesting." Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't go, I "Oh my god!" I went, "Oh, that's cool." Okay. And I bought their album, and I was like, oh, "That's pretty good," you know. And then I saw them live. It was like the New Year's gig that they do, you know, the Hogman a one. And it was the uh, stage on the on Waverley Bridge, I think it was. I was just down with some of my friends, and they played. That was like fourteen going into fifteen that year, and um, yeah just walked away just speechless. I was honestly thought they were that good and I've seen mm-hmm. them seven or eight times since and there's this like level of intensity that they get yeah. to yeah. which is completely tribal but it also feels like they had this thing the last little while where it almost feels like I don't know. It's gonna sound daft, but there's almost this like spiritual element, or like you've gone to church or something to it. They have a whole load of white light and like harmonies and stuff coming at you that feels like you know the presence of God type vibe. And then they just have some absolutely filthy colossal bass thing hit you, and everyone's just tearing the place apart. And you're like, this is it. This is this is the thing. You know what I mean?
1: They've got really good yeah. uh, synth sounds. I don't, as I said, I don't know much about them, but I'm just holding up the tune that I did uh, Get Up. Yeah, that,
3: that weird sort of out of tune synth they've got going through.
1: Uh, it sounds so cool. Either there's a high one that's uh, out of tune, but then there's a low one as well yep. that's just like so like, powerful. They've got that Something on stage better. with
3: them. It's like a really weird, big, old... Analog thing with loads of weird, like you know, modular bits and dials and uh, knobs on it, and they make some pretty uh, messed up sounds on it live. That's the kind of let lo- loose a bit. But I mean, the studio stuff's all great, man. But they're just one of those bands you got to see if if you ever can, right? So
2: another Scottish band we should shout out to um, just wreck their careers. The memes, the gig we went to in London,
0: that was good. that ah, it was good, man. Young Fathers, I've mm-hmm. seen um, supporting LCD Sound System. Uh,
3: um, i'm jealous i'd love
0: to them? see i'd love to see uh, lcd sound system it's I've a great seen band. twice now uh, really good, man. Uh, i've seen them once uh, you, is that yours i can only uh, do half a gig
2: game? lcd oh yeah half a, I, I can only do half a gig and then uh my my attention wonders it's, t- it's too it's too too intelligent musically for me that stuff <laughs> it's far too intelligent so it's I way, think you'd too, enjoy a way too above my head if
0: you're full of it you'd love it mate <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I, don't I don't love know. anyone I'm fully I
2: even love you spank <laughs> well, I'm go that.
4: Far. there nah, was one gig go I remember
3: seeing some advert for a gig at the, the Hollywood Bowl that was going to be coming up a couple of years ago and it was um Young Fathers then LCD sound system then the yeah yeah yeahs, and I was just like why am I on the other Ill- side of the world right Freaking now Ill. what's going on you know <laughs> that's <laughs> a lineup.
0: <laughs> me I'm between I was thinking between two definitely maybe a third one I think uh, overall the best gig I've ever been to was Justice at Rock Ness that was just Mm -hmm. talk about intensity man that was absolutely mental one of the coolest things i've ever seen and obviously just two djs but it was fucking amazing never the m- show, underestimate uh,
3: the power of two djs eh?
0: uh, <laughs> fucking unbelievable one of the best gigs, and the crowd just going absolutely fucking nuts um like properly nuts um and there was there's a the five minute bit in the middle with the silence the guy just sits in the chair smoking a fag and everyone's cheering it was mental um and then the flip side of that, probably Merv. Remember uh, Paul Father John Misty. <laughs> fucking Paul McCartney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Father John Misty. Father <laughs> John Misty, the, that
0: wee gig at the King Tut's, that was fucking class because there was, there was just was the first album tour, and you could, you know, you could, you were that close enough to them and you could hear their actual amps and stuff, and it was great. And the wee guy was raging at that guy. Remember shouting him? Aye. Aye. And then for that, furious. Some because of the
3: guitar player was well, like a heckler situation
0: there. (laughs) Aye, total heckler, like an American
1: heckler. (laughs) Aye, it was a guy on Tuesday night,
0: and I think a lot of it's quite acoustic-y, Do you know what I mean? Hey guys, that. Push a fucking rock and roll. It's a Tuesday night. The guy was like a fucking fanny, like just a big fucking drunk fanny. I'm sure he was like American. It. I always really? like
3: how you guys deal with uh, the yeah. hecklers, you know. Half the time it's just, uh, uh, I can't really understand what you're saying there, pal, but you know, yeah, great, <laughs> great, great. Nice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I can't understand either. I don't even know if you're pretending. I'm like, what What, what did he say? What? <laughs> what
1: is the best. Oh, sorry, maybe you've noticed. I. That one you mentioned Spanx for John Misty, I actually forgot it. LCD sound system until you mentioned that. I'm sure I seen them there yeah, as cute, well. Man. actually. But I was thinking Vulpet kissing. Okay, oh, seen A oh, four, oh, four that. years ago, <sighs> it was in um, be Old ABC, and it was just like it was good. It was just good because it was. Um, it's not not too big a venue and stuff, and you could tell it was. They were getting a good reaction, and you could see it was like. It was a good sort of vibe and stuff, so like that. And then Radiohead, Glasgow ah. Green, I've seen them twice there, but the, the first time i seen them there, it might have been 2010 or something. Um, but I was thinking as well, another gig I went to see with you, Stranger Enough Spanks, just an off-the-cuff thing, like you were seeing, you know, just something you weren't expecting. Remember that band we seen? I know what you going we to, to see. We went to the Edinburgh Festival and we just randomly seen, oh. they're not even a big band or that. Aye, uh, Paul Simon tribute band. Uh, uh, they're amazing. not
0: actually a Paul Simon tribute band. Uh, also you know that I'm banned from Edinburgh. They do
3: another the band you talk about. Uh, is it Dwally Junction, something like that? Yes, I'm yes, trying yes to think, yes, yeah, yeah, they are very, very good. Really, You're really
1: right. good. I've eh? uh, probably said them. the name wrong. Uh, they're going to
3: hear this weird. and be mortally offended at me. Dwally <laughs> Junction. <or something>, <laughs> <laughs> are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. <laughs> If I'm going to like, it, it's funny hearing you guys talking about the bands, a couple of other things popped into my head that really are sort of stand out gigs. That I've seen in my life Go, going, going in the really heavy direction, going for the, just totally like left me, like, like i had been chewed up and spat out. Any, anyone know yeah, sugar
4: Yeah, Sugar. Yeah.
3: Seen them live mm-hmm. a few times, but I think one of the times I saw them at the garage in Glasgow, just completely knocked me dead. And then I would say, like last year two years ago i saw sylvan esso the u.s kind of like synth pop band and just the vibe they had going in the crowd was like nothing i've ever felt like they just i've never had that feeling quite so much of the crowd being totally on a band's side and a band being so totally on a crowd's side like they were there for each other you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah just a couple more pop into my head really i just i can't wait for I all of me back sylvan esso sylvan esso they're pretty big. They're all they're all over about YouTube and stuff. You know, they one of these bands that have been quite good about being productive through lockdown. Like they've still found ways to make music videos and put out content and stuff, and do Tiny mm-hmm, Desk. Yeah. Um, I, that's one of the weird things. I've I've not gotten into the streaming thing, but I've enjoyed watching stuff that's been recorded live yeah. and then mm-hmm, put yeah. out there, yeah. like edited and done. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm talking absolutely. about here when stuff is edited so it's been. You know, the sound is, and the video's all being sorted yeah. out and it's all nice and smooth. Yeah, uh, I really yeah. dig that. Like, tiny, yeah, uh, was it uh, all the tiny desk stuff? Like, you know, little dragons on theirs and yeah. all these kind of yeah. things. You listen to that and it's it's just really tight and it's really nice. And it's intimate, you know, it feels like they're yeah. just doing yeah. it at home. And yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree.
3: Definitely. That's kind of kept me going a bit.
1: The Jacob Collier one is quite good. Aye, man. That. That it's like point, a sort of live um, video but pre-recorded, it's
2: quite
0: cool. Just one guy. I take a j- call. There's no, a like tiny desk. Too talented j- for j- this j- earth, j- I j- think.
2: I'll just finish this wee question off with the best guy ever was 1998 by the Wolf. Don't stop me. Coming, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what's the best venue in Scotland? Spankle
0: Oh, it'd have to be West obviously. honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you said that so disingenuously
3: no
0: nah, not uh, well, for us it probably is aye for us it is to play
3: are you guys sense. it's the only venue in Scotland nah jokes <laughs> 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 that's just my experience of yours I know you, you do you, you know all your we wedding gigs gig Spanko does all the sound and everything
0: <laughs> Yeah. Aye, aye, um, aye I like how you call me Spanko just so casually There's no venom behind it. That's why I like it when you call me it. it Give it time. Give it time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The venom will emerge.
2: (laughs) Can you say say spanko with and without venom then, Spanks?
0: Well, you say spanko. Spanko. Venom. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus
2: Christ.
3: Jesus. I think for for the venom to be there, like the humorous venom, I think uh, Swanee has to say spanko in the most Ouija voice possible. <laughs> you know, like really dig into the accent, and <laughs> then it'll no, sound no, like it's, it's got that. it's not given
0: in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be. It used to be. It's all dried right up now. The humor died. The humor died. That a
3: joke long isn't time funny ago. anymore.
0: No, uh, it's, no, it's just Spanks now. Uh, by the way, I
2: don't think you need to pick a venue we've played in Spanks. Oh, right, uh, with the, the change from
3: Spanko to Spanks, I've got to ask. It was Spanko, I remember a while ago now. It's just Spanks. Aye, I,
2: think, aye, I think Spanks just
4: rolls a bit better. Rolls off the it?
0: tongue better. Aye, Spanks. The Spanks. Spankinator. Spanks. Aye. Well, I think it's easier to say, isn't it? It's only but one, one, one to like a, a lady. But I the O is kind of a yeah, satisfying sound
3: to finish on, yeah. Spanko. I suppose like Spanks.
2: That's his Sunday name now. Okay, so okay. If, we, like, if, we, if he's up, <laughs> the, if he's up the other end the Binkies and need, he's walking to the van or someone we'll go Spanko! But if he's like just been the usual day, like, Spanks for fuck's sake. It's <laughs> know, I so know two difference. different Spankos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I was
3: definitely that conscious decision of like, want oh, like, me wondering like, okay, can I can I say that now? Can I can I stop saying you know Mark and David to these people and start saying you know Swanee and Spanko Or they just can look at <laughs> me and be like, come on, guy, come on, Alistair, like, what are you up to there?
0: Well, i'm not used to it as well uh, by the way neil i heard you say that there yes it is a ladies thing spanks is a thing <laughs> for keeping your bits in ain't? yeah if well it, maybe that's uh, it's like a slimming thing
4: away. you you keep all of our podcast bits in <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Keeps all edited. Yeah.
4: Um, best venue in scotland Um
3: uh, big Ben yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna split the question be cheeky and say best big venue uh Swanee's already mentioned it it's got to be the barrellands. Has to be, has to be, and small venue for me, jazz bar, which I'm totally biased in saying, but I'm going to say jazz bar. So that's my two.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, totally different vibes.
3: I can't compare the two of them. The feeling of going to a big gig, going to a wee uh, club or venue like that. But those are my two.
2: Do you know it'd be a class class night? I've got shivers thinking about this. Going to a really really good. Amazing gig in the Barrowlands, and then going to somewhere like the Jazz Bar. Yeah, after, 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 after shows and... like
3: that can be the best, can't they? Ah,
4: amazing! Keep the vibe going. Um, I, I, you've still mine definitely Barrowlands for me. What about you, Neil? Um, I I I didn't think of the Barrowlands until you mentioned it, and actually, it's pretty high up there, and and some and one of the best, I think. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for for everything, it had the right shape for atmosphere and just the sound yeah, as well yeah everything Sounds was had it really good cuz i remember going to the sccc after God. a gig and it was awful uh, oh, like, compared I hate to it. um but yeah
2: yeah, I, I can remember seeing the chili peppers in the secc and i genuinely wanted my money back that's my vision of hell that <laughs> is
3: seeing a band like that oh. in uh, the secc and that's oh, nothing against terrible. the chili peppers either just, i just I, I, I know that wouldn't work i just know it wouldn't it was
2: terrible oh, absolutely terrible you couldn't hear a fucking thing man it was the worst gig ever maybe we should have done the worst gig that's <laughs> that. i've seen maybe two
3: gigs ever in the secc that sounded good one was arcade fire and that might have been a flute because I saw oh, them as oh, oh, a brilliant, brilliant live band. They're another one that has to be mentioned just, there.
0: Yeah, go but um, on I saw them another kids,
3: time in me. the SECC and it didn't sound good. But the only band <laughs> I've seen one-off there and sounded terrific was Metallica. And that is because, <laughs> yeah. that is because they've got sound guys good. that have been working in the biggest, yeah. most horriblest venues yeah. in the world yeah. for about 30 years now. And uh, they know what yeah, the fuck yeah. they're doing.
0: Yeah.
3: And that's, uh, that's what that comes down to.
2: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Isn't even that arcade fire song we used to do? Is it get the car running? Keep the car running. Oh, Keep
0: the car running. F- what a tune that is, man. I forgot about them. What I've I- seen them as well in the Hydro and it was and that was for top three gigs. I I totally forgot about that. That unbelievable. Didn't realise how many songs I knew every yeah, that, single aye. fucking song i knew yeah it's mental how the much, one of yeah, bands. Yeah they? yeah they are but you don't even i don't know the names of any of the songs but i knew every fucking song that i heard yeah and it was Great amazing band. man it was amazing they were in the middle like it was a. it set up like a big box like a the stage was a boxing ring in the middle of the hydro and everyone was around it Nice. and it, it was just fucking but and so the guy was like he came out straight away the kind of main dude with his a big white acoustic guitar and like stood up you know, like a wrestler does when he stands up on the corner and looks yeah. out and does his kind of celebrations. <laughs> He's doing that with a guitar yeah. up in the air and one arm, but like straight away you're just like Very oh, this good. Is fucking class. Yeah, so good. Wonderful man.
3: band. They've got a great thing as well, that the husband and wife are kind of the main two of Arcade Fire. They've got yeah. a brilliant yeah. just yeah. I know, dual thing going on. That looks they look so different and they sing so differently and they both he does maybe two thirds of the songs and he and she does like about a third of them mm-hmm. and it's they're just perfect contrast. That yeah. uh, makes it work yeah, really well.
2: Great band. This has been good. I'm going to definitely update my playlist. I've you're doing that while you're at that, right?
3: I've got to say, my somewhere. my lockdown album, this actually came out really recently, uh, my lockdown album, new Fleet Foxes album, sure.
0: Uh, it just came out. It's fantastic.
1: I used to be a big fan. I've seen the Fleet Foxes, actually. I remember. Corn Exchange, was it?
0: Aye. Corn Exchange,
1: good venue. I was never really going to get back. I was never, to be honest, going to Listen to them again, not purposely, but I'd never really thought about Give it. Gives the new album shot and the
3: video, the whole thing, no, they stream the whole thing on YouTube, and it's got a really nice, you know, um, like almost like a background video that goes with it. So it's not like a music video, but it's just like nature footage and this and that. And mm-hmm. uh, it goes really well with the music. So, sure, as in like Shoreline, right, yeah. um, Fleet Foxes, yeah. that's that's absolutely it's so good.
2: I was so really did, impressed did, by so that. Cool. In my playlist already, that's tomorrow's. We'll get listening.
1: these these recommendations in the in the comments for Who, to, who's no answer to about. the venue? Is it just you, Merv? Um Barras is great, but ABC I just think edges it. Um oh, really quite a few. Ooh, uh, just, controversial fa- man. I just think it sounds good. I just think it sounds great. I think the bars is did, great as well. did but sound good. <laughs> I good. <just>, I did. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> But uh, I think as well, Edinburgh's great for the smaller gigs. Edinburgh's great for just going to see a band off the cuff. Glasgow's yeah. better for big gigs, you know, yeah. planned. Yeah. But um Glasgow's shit for live music,
2: unless it's a planned gig. But Edinburgh's great. I would only uh see after our weekend in Edinburgh a couple of weekends ago. I think I don't I'll never go out in Glasgow again honestly it's so much better so much better it's nice better to hear
3: someone in Glasgow saying
2: that <laughs> I know mate and I'm gonna get fucking annihilated yep. <laughs> for this but I genuinely believe it I, I, it's just a nicer place it's just nicer it's it is, I love nice. it oh, a and that was place. that was during when everything was locked down and stuff like that but just so nice the architecture's beautiful over in Edinburgh isn't it? it's great
0: I'll add in my two piece yeah. about um, venues because I've never really answered it properly but uh, you said all right about best venues and stuff but the best sounding venue I would definitely say is the concert hall in Glasgow the sound oh, yes. is fucking oh, yes. yes it's phenomenal oh, I've seen, seen Feist I want to see Feist and the sound was like do you think it's better than Armadillo I've never price. been to Armadillo uh, I've, I've heard Chris and
2: Armadillo and that was dynamite but the the concert hall I don't know if it was just because Tommy Manu. that's the only one I've seen in there but
0: it's me, acoustically set all different. designed and oh, stuff do you know what I mean it's hell, to be I perfect know. So you can hear a pin drop from the stage.
3: I think it's great for venues like that where they're beautiful and around and stuff are brilliant for acoustic music.
0: Yeah. But there's yeah. something
3: about it that t- it feels a bit weird because when you've got a, 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 a yeah. rock band yeah. in them.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. I know what you mean there. I Mind mean, we went to see the Complete Eagles. Is it the oh, Complete I a, eagles? I eagles? It, it about, good, sounded
0: amazing, but I... It was great. <laughs> <laughs> just that old guy <laughs> dancing on <the> it, but... <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen you laugh like that with anything man in my oh, life i was crying you man, were sliding man, down your so chair funny. with tears falling down your eyes laughing
2: i, like ex- guy. I was doing that snorting laugh Aye. you know that snort, <laughs> that stuff but man was just I, thought so I thought
0: you were gonna die i thought you were gonna die because now. it
2: was uh, because
1: it was a sit-down gig and you know, literally every single person was sitting apart for this one guy he was <laughs> <laughs> just up there dancing he was not
2: he was the the care? he was just dancing, up giving it just dance. Uh, really On camp
0: eight, da- like an Italian guy who's doing like really camp dancing almost like <laughs> so funny. If you imagine rolling your wrists into a what's that <laughs> dance move the kids do with the nose into the elbow and the hand up what's that fucking oh, dance fuck. move
3: what's that
0: Ah, uh, he kind of like that but rolling his arms <laughs> into it and then oh, wow. almost like a Hawaiian type dance move I think I know the sort of it. thing you mean <laughs> I swear he's laughing <laughs> no, again and the fact guy.
3: that it was this one guy doing it Mid, no, there's uh, No, one Gaia, no, no Gaia self-conscious vibe at all.
0: Just yeah, a guy in his white-haired Italian guy and he's like maybe mid fifties. Just it was a
2: shame for the band because the band were absolutely tight and Aye. amazing and everything. But I, I can't, remember anything because I was just looking through tears. The, the band must night. be thinking
3: that as well. I mean, it's like you guys, you know, you, you must. Yeah. It's funny, especially like if you're doing the bit as, as like standing right there, center in front of your Binkies, and you always get like maybe it's, it's a quieter night, especially, and then you get one person yeah. who will come right down and do the, God. you know, the sort of the the thing yeah. that um, <laughs> certain lads do when they've had really a few and mean? they're listening to Oasis and they put the one <laughs> arm up the whole time. <laughs> It's the one arm, they do that, and their sort of chest comes so out, and the awkwardly. one arm goes up again, and they're standing right there in front of you, doing it right at you. It's and they're sort so of like, what, what, what do you want to happen in that situation, pal? Like, what, what
2: are
0: you looking for here?
2: I mean, the, the Irish guy, the Paddy's night, and um, shenanigans, Spanks has impersonation talking to you oh, and I you don't know singing. it's,
0: bit, it's a not about racist well who's it <laughs> racist it's Irish you can't be racist against it oh, uh, Spanker I
3: think you're I think you're doing the right thing pulling back from this here I think Swanee's well, trapped anyway. you'll, no. you'll regret
2: I'm going to set no he's definitely doing it and I'm going to set the scene so the place was absolutely chock-a-block St Patrick's Day in the middle of Suckey Hall Street Glasgow place bouncing we had it gone like a dream it was an amazing gig and we were just finishing up because we actually go somewhere else and play a gig at night and this bald guy must have been about late 30s maybe mm-hmm. early 40s straight out of Belfast uh, and he came up to his bank at the end and said this
0: well, the g- he was extremely fucking excited for a start. <laughs> That's Disney sound, no? <laughs> but <laughs> describe him a bit more. He was really fucking excited, and but devastated that the gig was over. And he was just like wanting one more tune, <laughs> and he was bald. <laughs> it was quite well built, as I remember actually. And he was sweating. Oh, aye. I, not fucking. He was sweating, now, and he was like, "Oh, the please, the please, the please, the please. <laughs> one more tune, one more tune." <laughs> The please, the please, the please, the please, and he was like, he was like falling on the floor. <laughs> I think he was for ecchies like, or something, man. He was like, oh, the please, Maybe the please, one more time, please, the please. It's my birthday, please, the please, the please. The please. <laughs> so I was like, no, man, no, oh, please, the please, please. <laughs> Yeah, that was
2: him. Oh, so good, yeah. so good that night. I've, I've had, had a, a,
3: like, w- the weirdest thing. I've had a couple of times. Yeah. Um, actually when i've been playing a gig not doing sound i've been playing and then the gig is over and we've clearly finished and it's like we're still standing on stage but we're just you know the background music's on we're just taking our stuff off and i've had someone come up to me not the same person but two different gigs and they've asked us something to change in the mix it's the weirdest thing they're like <laughs> oh could you turn the vocals up a bit and we're like <laughs> i'm just standing there like no but mate we've yeah. we've finished and they're like i i sure but can you turn the vocals <laughs> it's the weirdest feeling because you're like well could you maybe say said that before it might have been helpful I don't know like to maybe to the sound engineer instead of to the band the gig's over mate there's no there's no discussion to be had here
0: <laughs> yeah would you rather have feet or a basketball what? would you rather have teeth or house to call Come your home this us a game or would you rather would you rather Absolutely no sense. Okay, so, would you rather, and this is questions that Mel's ripped from the Classic FM website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classic FM? Classic FM website.
2: Classic FM. <laughs> I listen to that every day working for you. I,
0: I put <laughs> Classic FM on a lot.
2: Every day? Do you actually, day. I, Do you know why? Aye, do you know why though? With the dogs? Because... The ducks. Is it the actually a carnivore? Oh, God, you've no idea. See, when we first got Arlo, he was like riddled with fear and barked in the car constantly. See, the only thing that cures him? That's eh? the That's bizarre.
0: <laughs> Have they got a favourite composer?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think they're about. They lean towards Bach.
0: They lean towards Bach. You know. My mate's got yeah. a cat that's a big fan of Hans Zimmer. Aye, really? Fucking loves it. How did they I know? I don't know. Just, apparently, his cat fucking loves Hans Zimmer. This goes, just loves a bit of Hans Zimmer, right? Eh? The,
3: the, the Blade Runner oh, guy and all the other soundtracks.
0: The guy does everything, yeah, though, basically. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Batman he's brilliant. Yeah, he's class. that Oh, another gig. Again, top fucking five. I went to see Hans Zimmer and a live orchestra in Hydro. Nice. That was fucking. <sighs> oh, uh, Johnny Marr was playing it as well because everybody plays the guitar in the and, um, inspection soundtrack. Did he do yeah. the soundtrack
3: for Dunkirk? Does he do the soundtrack for a lot of like yep. Chris Nolan movies? He's so oh, good. No. All films, the stuff yeah. in Dunkirk is based off the fella's wristwatch, you know? Yeah. Maybe you already know that one, but I love yeah, that. Yeah. It's like yeah. all sampled and taken down and done the with. Yeah. There's
0: a big oh, classical piece that's oh, all yeah. ripped
2: apart and soaked
0: for the end, yeah. Ah, I could
2: talk about that for a while, but I won't. Right. I could really get my mind in
0: it. Oh, the man. Uh, right, okay, I'll go and, I'll go and do this in, yeah. Right, uh, so would you, rather, would you rather play a gig on your first instrument naked? Or would you play, play a concert with clothes on and an instrument you've never played before? Does that make sense? I, yeah, I really it does, said it that does. weird.
3: Um, can I? Uh, am I allowed to see if it's the second one? Um, in fact, or oh, the first one? Am I allowed to pick what the gig is? Do you see what I mean? Because what the gig <laughs> yeah, just is makes the, a huge difference. Fr-
0: <laughs> no, like a normal um, gig. I guess that's the biggest. The
1: biggest gig you ever played. That's, that's non-negotiable because
3: <laughs> <laughs> that stuff really welcome. sorry Alistair sorry. Yeah. yeah you
0: can't just play a gig in the bedroom for the wife
3: no no no, no but I was going to say like Good. okay, sorry. I'll give you an example of what my get out or try to get out of this would be based on what the gig is let's say it's the second one right and it's some kind of like avant-garde noise gig like improv Glasgow improv improvisers orchestra something like that then yeah. I pick the second one I pick an instrument I've never played before and just have fun you oh, See what right, I mean? Yeah, see, so you sense, have it that yeah. way, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you, if, if you're not letting me do it, and I have to do this for a whole <laughs> concert. I'm actually going to go with the first one because my first instrument is bass.
0: Ah, I see. So like, I feel like let <laughs> me just cover it off. And if it's the biggest
3: gig ever, you've actually given me a bit of a get-out because you're on a big stage. You're not, you're not like right by the punters who would be trying to be like grasp your knob no, or whatever. Yeah. You can actually be <laughs> <in> the big <laughs> and keep the keep the keep the bass covering <laughs> the family jewels, and then you're okay. I think you're all right. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually going to go with the, if if you tell if you're telling me it's the biggest gig I've ever played, I'll go with first instrument naked. There you go.
0: If somebody said to me at 6 o'clock the night, Alistair's going to say the phrase, grab your knob or whatever, I'd be like, no chance.
3: <laughs>
4: the strange places this podcast will take uh, you. No,
0: yes. so, Neil, what would you <laughs> What would you
4: do? Oh, the first one for sure. I'm a drummer. I get to sit down anyway. Hey, you'll be all right <laughs> no, no one would notice if I did <laughs> not. <laughs> so I definitely the first one. Good. Good. Good.
3: <laughs> That's good. I've never seen you naked before.
2: <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I see the way you sit down there.
3: There's a precedent as well, because remember the fella that used to play bass for um, uh, Queensland Stone Age? He played half yeah, his
0: gigs with Buffy. Nick, uh, Nick what's mm-hmm. his face? Yeah. I can't remember. i really didn't get anime again.
2: Flea's nearly naked at his gigs as well, ain't he? Flea, he's always getting his taps off. So is the Biffy Clyro lads as well, ain't he? They're always getting the taps the off. The Chili there, Peppers are the famous ones
0: with
2: the socks, weren't they? Aye. aye. That's right. Aye, with the socks on, aye. I'm going to go with keeping my clothes on and in an instrument I've never played before because playing my first instrument is just fucking like that anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me. So I'll go with that. Keep my gear on, save somebody phoning the cruelty man.
0: I'll answer it. Again, I play the bass, so yeah, naked's fine. Like, or oh, you'll be you'll be able to see my small saggy man tits, which nobody wants to see. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal
3: honesty, like we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'd
2: buy that for a
1: dollar. Uh, I I'd, I'd take my chances on a second instrument. Keep my clothes on. I don't know. If, I don't know. want I don't know. uh want to see me playing naked, so. I'm not ready for that yet, Mel. i
2: for, for that no. I don't tan
0: that, as well, so. So it's not going to be. It's just going to be very, very pale. I
1: guess that's the that's the good reason why you should keep your clothes
2: on. That's the only reason. Aye, I I'm not. I'm,
0: I'm quite right. You know I mean? It's really pale.
2: You'll just be like, uh, you'll just be like, I'm a, a painting milk with fat calves and fat fingers.
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> plain base. Is that a pint painting milk plain base <laughs> up there? <laughs> the size of his fucking car have you seen his fingers <laughs> question two um, would you rather have a coffee again this is from the classic FM website so that will explain this question would you rather have a coffee with Bach or some opium with ber- Berlioz I don't even know how you pronounce that cause I don't who know is
3: that is. second fella what's he done Berlioz
2: Berlioz I is don't know but I'm taking
0: opium <laughs> Spanker will be on the finishing editing the podcast, but uh, if you cut a bit about the opium, please? It's definitely coming.
2: Not a snow. We've, I've already said in a podcast previously
0: that I would take Did opium I keep, did for I six keep months that in, though. Though? I might have done I. Aye, aye, did, I, would, aye. I would go He's for that done.
3: myself, but I just think the idea of getting to have a, a, a chat with Bach would just be so fantastic, anyway. Yeah. Assuming he can speak English.
0: Mm. Oh, I don't know. If he, he probably just spoke German, eh? Uh, in that
3: case, the opium's a tempter, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, if I can't, it, it, there you go. Whether I take opium in this life or not, it's going to hinge on whether Bach could speak English. <laughs> that's that's my the answer. most
0: highbrow sentence that's ever been said on this. <laughs> yes. And it's still it. I've, I've managed
3: to get that in the, 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 the same podcast as, uh, uh, yeah, that would stop them playing with my knob as well. so We've gone <laughs> from, from the highest to the highest to the lowest to the lowest here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> If he were back for me, I'll just answer it definitely. He's a, a, a big tour de force in the old mu- music and that. <laughs> tour, de or, tour de force. Side my back is really important, man. I invented a lot of harmony and stuff like that. It's oh, I thought a that was the Beatles. That, no. Well, the back, the Beatles invented back all was that? the Beatles of the, of, um, uh, with the Baroque ah, right. movement, mate. so I definitely.
2: Okay. Uh, Baroque is that like, vitamin you put in water? Aye, so, aye
0: <laughs> back, back's the guy that invented fucking the orange things you stick in a pint of water, <laughs> 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 uh, Neil, uh,
4: uh I'll go with the opium, because I know what coffee's like, but <laughs> uh, I've never <laughs>
0: <laughs> So
4: it doesn't matter what the conversation is after that. <laughs>
0: some step up drummers on the smack
3: is not a very good uh, there's a, a, a poor history That's a good there band name,
0: though. drummers on the smack yeah like, uh. drummers on the
2: smack <laughs> <laughs> it is some leap though I'm fed up with that coffee pass the smack <laughs>
3: I don't know how all the two two would go together though you know you'd be all jumpy from the, the coffee and the smack would bring right that, right you know. back down again
2: oh we may have invented a new thing then <laughs> coffee and opium
3: like a slightly more hardcore espresso martini yeah
4: smoffy <laughs> smoffy <laughs> <Smofy. laughs> <laughs> Cough, drink, ca- small fuck! Oh.
0: <laughs> A smack martini.
4: <laughs> now I was thinking something the other day. It's so random, but talking about drugs and all that. But. Uh, because uh, my wife bought some, like, albus oil, uh, like, you know, Okay, the I thought that was going somewhere else oh. for a second, there. <laughs> <No, laughs> so, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, I shouldn't
0: interrupt.
4: Yeah, like, the, the nasal inhalers. I like, why, why aren't people that take drugs just filling them up with cocaine and just taking it with mm. nasal inhalers? And then they could just they, do they it in, definitely in public. do that at T in the Park
0: and stuff like that. I've seen it. Are I are I they they? Do oh, they? Do. Nah, no, just... I had a guess. day, mate. I I I do. Do. So I've missed that. I've seen it.
4: Well, they actually
2: get designer ones now. They've got wee billets, Then not they? They use wee billets. I've seen a guy with some sort
0: of professional snuff-taking device. And it wasn't yes. a snuff. It was like no. a wee plastic box. And that was it. What did it do? Like that. Mm-hmm. Just like one second. It was yeah. like a professional thing. I I didn't know prof- you could get professional. A, prof- a professional. on the go. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sounds awful like a guy had asthma or something like that. He was just in his inhaler.
0: He was in his mouth and it was <laughs> No, no. It was like a wee orange box thing. And I'm like, what's that guy? Do? What's that guy? And I see him going. And I'm like, what? Uh, Merv, what would you? I... Uh, I'll go with opium as well. Uh, no, no <laughs> the question was, what
3: was well like
0: yeah. Coffee or uh, That's what it seems We've ignored
3: them. I think, I think Spanko's done a very good job of actually bringing the composers in there a wee bit, and then the rest of us are just
0: like, so drugs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so. by the way, you see all these things? This is all Murphy does the sheets,
1: so I'm not taking it. It's such, a, um, it's such a weird question, though, for classic it is. I'm guessing the, the, the guy must have. Or a, should that be a, class, a, class A FM? Like,
3: we open
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, smack for you, Melvin.
1: Please, spanks.
0: Okay, so that's three smacks, four smacks, <laughs> two sugar, one smack. Go- <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, uh, five minutes, lads. <laughs> Okay, uh, question—the third and final question of this—would um, you rather section? Would you rather l- listen to all four? <laughs> Fucking hear what a question. I read this. Would you I rather listen this. to all four seasons concertos <laughs> in one sitting or eat. No, no, you've read it wrong. You've read Would it wrong you rather already. listen to all four four season concertos in one sit- sitting or eat four <laughs> four seasons pizzas in one sitting?
3: Okay now say it twice as fast.
0: Would you rather to do all go. four four seasons and concerto in one sitting <laughs> or eat four four seasons pieces in one second? Not bad, not bad. Nah, I did alright
2: there. Uh, I know, bad, well played. Well say it four
0: times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the... <laughs> and then Candyman
0: appears. There you go Alistair.
3: Rivaldi appears. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be the first one, hasn't it? I, I, I want to try and think of a funny answer to this, but um, uh, really, what I want to do is have those pizzas—one pizza per concerto.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly that's the magic thing, thing right there. Mean,
3: yeah, yeah. But it's gonna—if I have to pick one, it's gonna be the all um, the, oh, four uh, concertos in, in one sitting. That's gonna be good. Uh, yeah. Four pizzas in one go. I uh, don't know if I survive.
0: Yeah, you win a bit. <laughs> of, uh, maybe,
3: maybe if I've just done a delivery shit. shift, I could get through three pizzas, but. I think I, even I, then the fourth one's a real struggle. See, so used doing the shifts? I would
0: be like, you know, when Eddie Izzard was doing a marathon a day for like a month. Oh fuck! How do you and manage that? Eight, I know. Mm. And at the end of the night, he was getting mm. ice baths, but he was. The uh, doctors were saying, "Here's a tub of butter. You need to eat this now." Like literally yeah. spooning feeding him butter because yeah. he yeah. needed. He was burning through so many calories a day that he had to fucking. Is, eat that,
2: crazy is that not shit. the? Is that not the billet proof thing? The grass fed butter, the Kerrydale stuff that they drink in the coffee. And oh things yeah. Oh, it first. could be. Sure, I've had that. I've tasted bitcher, that. Was
0: fucking amazing, by the way. Aye, but can it be good for your calories? Nah, no, I, sure, I think like that's as if you're working out, like a, it's your job to work out, kind of thing. Like,
2: yeah. I, I, do, um, a pizza's shite anyway. Pizzas a shite. <sighs> it's unpopular garbage. are shit. Fucking. A popular
3: opinion, puffin, right there. That is an unpopular opinion, one AI.
2: It's just, but it's, I don't get it it's like the Beatles again I mean who right. you're, you're just d- doubling Beatles. down now oh, he loves <laughs> pizza opinion. Beatles fuck <laughs> him <laughs> I'm a hipster I'm a hipster you know, I just disagree Jerry and Bastard know um, but it's but uh, wh- who like
0: breed with veg and meat
2: there you go <laughs> fucking amazing thanks very much for that you put a lot of effort into that Mr. fucking Mario get yeah, that is just shit, and it, st- it makes me dead bloated Pizza, I, d- I don't know, but I don't like it. Um, so I'll go with the uh, four four seasons concertos, okay?
0: <laughs> I love pizza,
2: even though I don't even know what a fucking concerto is. But can, we hear, can we hear from <laughs> someone who
3: would, would side with the pizzas or just hates Vivaldi? I would,
1: I don't hate Vivaldi, but I would definitely take the pizzas, haven't been loving them a uh, vegan household oh for the fuck you you'll be like sweating about one.
0: at the thought of that man uh, I, could,
1: I could easily turn four pizzas <laughs> in one go
3: so, uh, be like that's me for the next four months which is Extra how long cheese, it'll be man. until I next get to see a pizza <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> I've seen Neil eating four pizzas in one so <laughs> I.
4: well I think uh, I, I could do the pizzas quite easy so I would probably try the concertos because I've probably never sat through that give yourself a challenge, what, challenge? yeah yeah it's a more <laughs> challenge for me I think yeah
2: yeah. How long is it then? How how long are we talking here? Average as a concerto?
1: Uh, you get the feeling based on the, the question that they must be quite long. Yeah,
2: But I, I, I don't know. Does you any of you know what a concerto <laughs> 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 Man, is? I'm actually looking up just now, i my phone. <laughs> 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 yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to us in the professional music business. We don't fucking know what a oh, concerto no, I'm is. I know, maybe in higher
0: music. You ask me when I'm 16, 17, will <laughs> probably oh, no. answer that. Oh. Uh, for me, I... Uh, I love pizza, but I don't like a four cheese pizza. It's too much, too much cheese. It's not a four cheese Spanko. It's not four, it's a four cheese. Guys, it's,
3: it's only forty uh, to oh. forty five minutes. The whole, all four of them together. It's like listening to an album. Yeah, they're like ten minutes each. Sorted. Take
0: oh, that. that's fine. <laughs> well, oh, so it's not a four cheese pizza.
1: No.
2: What's a
0: four one. season Honestly, pizza? What's a four season
2: pizza? Four Seasons it's is like um, um, uh, fish and one uh, you get
0: uh, you get anchovies aye. in one corner
2: aye aye aye. Aye. Oh, mm. that jazz, aye four different bits I don't like I
0: don't know if I like them either I love pizza though I'd rather the four different pizzas wow. oh shit
2: oh man I'm set up for this one <laughs> fucking hell a, this is a setup. Welcome along Lynn Banger or Saint this week. Alistair, this is a game where we say three names of three people and you decide whether they're a banger or a saint. Dave Grohl. What were the
3: choices? Banger or a... Uh, saint. Saint. Or saint? Yeah. Yes.
0: <sighs> it's quite polarising. Kind of like... Kind so of they're like, kind of like, like um, both good Sha- options, right? Shag Mari. Okay. Aye. Or Banger's... No, Banger's the... the night banger means oh, it, it does, there's a I lot there's,
3: there's, that's a very difficult one for Dave Grohl I'm gonna have to go for Saint just for his contribution to rock drumming though as okay. much as he annoys me in the Foo Fighters I'm gonna go Saint
0: yeah yeah okay okay Spankle Saint Uh, he doesn't annoy me that much he's just a nice guy but I I, I've been getting that's what annoys me
3: (laughs) 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 everyone says oh but don't you know he's the nicest guy and I'm like stop saying that I just like him as a drummer
0: (sighs) he is well I've been (laughs) listening to the early Queens of the Stone Age again and that fucking album's amazing these drums on that, are fucking brilliant absolutely brilliant so yeah I agree with you with the drum Um, factor Killing Joke
3: he's on that Killing Joke album he's on a million things but Killing Joke right he recorded all the drums on that album after they'd re- made everything else. Instead of the drums going first, right, they did everything to a click track, all the guitars, vocals, everything, and then he came in and did the drums, and it's the most incredible slamming shit the whole way
0: through. All right. And he's good. Oh, wow. That's class. Merv, Dave
1: Grohl? Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely, I, f- I agree with Alistair, he's got some bangerish um traits, Dave Grohl, and just that niceness thing and that, um, but great drummer, uh, that, Queens of the Stone Age tunes, even just that song's a good drum track on its own, no one knows, um, but aye I, I think he's the kind of guy if he if we sent him this podcast he'd probably listen to it, and say that's great, <laughs> they'll but, be the
2: fucking only one <laughs> <I
1: know>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's send him the podcast and for based on what I think will happen, i will say Saint if we can get this okay. podcast to him
4: <laughs> Neil, Dave Grohl Aye, I'll say Saint I mean, I've nothing really against him To be fair, so I mean, he's he's as like Dude killed himself uh, So You know He mm. had to make things for himself after that and I think he did pretty well I mean, he's kind of like Revered as the, the rock god of the world So It's not too bad, mm. I suppose In that sense But
0: Aye Where do you rate him as a drummer?
4: Aye, I think he's a great drummer Aye And the thing I like about him Is because he's a Full- Blue musician, like yeah. drummer. So yeah, I can't, mm. I can't knock that at all. He's quite a powerhouse, isn't he? he yeah, yeah, yeah. And he loves to play. You know, it's, uh, he's not like, I can't say he's not a technician of sorts. But he, he, you love watching him play rather than, oh, he's a great drummer. You know what I mean? You're not stroking your chin. You're just going, like,
3: damn, that's fucking good. Yeah, you know exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
4: you want to play drums after watching him rather than, no, I want to be a better drummer by watching him. You know, yeah. It's yeah. More,
2: he's end. a fucking banger
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got one person because I feel like my, my annoyances with him have
3: been
0: represented now
2: uh, He's. Li- going back to that Comey thing you know you can't be that nice Let some people Where's maybe just can't be different? that nice though no they can, mate. No. They can't. Human beings, mate, they're all there is evil in everybody's spikes and I need to see Dave's evil because he just doesn't exit enough of it. Um, maybe it's, it's degrees of evil. Nice.
4: Maybe until he's eighty, all his evil will come out after and he'll start like genocides and all that kind <laughs> genocides. of stuff. But at least at least up until he's
0: eighty. <laughs> Dave he's genocide. genocide. <laughs> I think
3: the I think the evil that he's done is persuading millions of people worldwide that foo fighters are the best that mon rock music has to offer. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty serious
1: definitely yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I don't I mean I I know what you're saying Alistair but I don't mind them well, that's it I don't mind them either I'd I never I'd never, but... never go and seek them out but I've seen them as well and they are decent <laughs> yeah. but I know what you mean it's like that is
3: it's this idea it's that they're like the modern is, day Led Zeppelin or something like that you know no, what I mean like they no, are the, just, no, on the name. Really but what? this is it I mean it's the the yeah, I don't want to start banging on like things are better in the past. I think there's millions of brilliant rock bands now. I think Queens of the Stone yeah. Age are a much more interesting rock band than Foo yeah. uh, Fighters. A lot of people like them, but they're just sort of held up as yeah. like the big modern rock group. That I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I'll stop saying bad things about him he, now. He'll listen to this and he'll be he'll be he'll just he'll be upset and he'll probably call me and agree and be like, you know what, we have we have been a bit boring over the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do they did have some yeah, good on stuff on ice I'll give him that. <laughs> the
2: that... Dead. Yes, they did. Um, but it They've became a bit Anyone that's
3: listening that mm. wants Foo Fighters tunes that aren't boring, uh, stacked actors first oh. tune off. There was nothing left <laughs> to yeah, Listen to that, mm. and then just imagine he spent his whole career with guitars that sounded like that. And I think I uh, they'd be a much more interesting band.
0: I fucking love that tune, mm.
2: man. That's yeah. great. Also, he he he, but he's still too nice. Even people are too nice. It becomes comes across a bit fake. I think, oh, I think
3: you might like this tune, that uh, Swanee, because Stacked Actors is him bitching at Courtney Love. So if ah. that's a song where he is actually not being that nice, he's being like, you know, you're fake, etc, etc, etc. I will say this for Courtney Love though, as, as much as she can annoy me, I think her band were great in the 90s, and she also has the single greatest uh, insult that I've possibly ever heard about anyone ever. Um, she slept with Trent, oh, shit. She, she slept with Trent Reznor, uh, and then afterwards she said, uh-huh. more like three-inch nails.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll just leave that there I just oh, you don't come back from that
2: I also heard that Dave Grohl's involved that he's suspected to be involved in the Fred West murders as well so <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to yeah, condone murder he's a, on the podcast he's a big Beatles fan Swanee
1: I know that oh, i, I can't, that's
2: maybe why I don't. Maybe that's why I don't <laughs> that magnitude towards him. Um, <laughs> that, that definitely is him. He, he always goes on about the Beatles and stuff as well, doesn't he? When he does like, the documentary in the studio when they going around, he talks about the Beatles a lot and the recording stuff. So maybe that's why I hate him. Banger, it's decided. <laughs>
0: Banger. Phil Spector. Spanko. Eh... Uh, you probably need to say banger because he murdered somebody. So, I mean, <laughs> I just found this out. I recently. shot somebody, but pretty influential producer created the wall of sound and all that. But he did seem like a prick when he was doing it. Um, but yeah, very, very a influential producer. But I banger for, for being an <laughs> arsehole and shooting somebody. <laughs> Why did he shoot somebody? What's the story? Behind I think that? It, he's, he's nut or something. thought it was a home invasion. Was There's, it his wife that the, he shot? No, I don't think it was his wife.
3: He also, besides, it wasn't a one off thing. He held up, like, he, he held up bands in the studio with a gun before.
0: I've heard that. So it was like a pattern he? of behavior.
3: And uh, I, I'm obviously going with. There's two sides to it, obviously. But, like, banger on that one, definitely. Obviously, the contributions to music and production and sound and all that stuff. But killed someone and was dreadful to his wife, Ronnie Spector, for years. You know, basically just locked her away from the world um wow yeah uh, yeah and uh looks
2: oh, a strange guy oh yeah man.
3: indeed um held bands up at some point uh and also hated stereo because it gave too much power to the listener there's a, a wee fact against some of his wow. war sound stuff he wanted everything in mono forever so you all
2: right. which is weird guy. see that photo i've just sent in here <laughs> it looks as if he's rubbed a balloon in his seat <laughs> <laughs> What a strange looking That's guy! I can't comment on this because I don't know enough <laughs> about the guy. I know about the Wallis sound a wee bit and all that stuff and watch wee bits of documentaries about him. Um, didn't know he'd killed somebody or shot somebody since uh, a few weeks ago actually. No, I can't comment because I don't know anything about him, so i am need to pass on this one. Neil, uh,
4: well, just based on everything the user said, he, he sounds like the kind of the music Hitler so i think uh maybe i'll just say a banger <laughs> well when anyone Easy. desires like for everyone else not to have something because I, I just the whole that whole thing to me just stupid it's mental everyone Aye, should stereo? be one way not I mean, another way it's sort of I know. it's the makings of a, I mean, a banger that's the banger right there
1: who who doesn't like stereo do you know what i mean I
4: know. that's crazy Jesus Christ If he had a Get preference off, Fair it. enough But if it's because It gives us more power in the, Basically He doesn't want us to hear Any things he did wrong hit, is, That's <laughs> it the, <laughs> the Hitler
3: thing Was actually really on the money Not just for being evil But the the, the control Like the fascist bit yeah. Because he wanted yeah, his yeah, records yeah, To sound exactly yeah. a certain way And Yeah that was the one channel that you'd have you know, and then you wouldn't have left and right so you could position your speakers or favor either one of them and he would also get bands this is almost something I kind of like weirdly rather than think is awful but it's still pretty fascist he would get his bands he would get like every track he would do to get the wall of sound it'd be like five piano players three bass players four drummers you know the whole lot Um, and he would get them to do a million different takes not because he was trying to get them like you know like oh they're improving but he was trying to wear them out so they would stop playing individually, and they would always blend together.
0: Do okay. you know what I mean? Because after a while,
3: you just you just give up. You just give up, spirit. and you just play right. the chords, and you just all play together, and fine, doing it again, and that's the sound he wanted. He didn't want oh, any individuality awful. from mm-hmm. the musicians. He just wanted his sound.
1: I uh, I actually I'm not a big fan of his sound. Yeah. yeah. I would no. I would actually I would actually. Uh, the same way Swanee says the Beatles are overrated, I feel a wee bit like that about Phil Spector. I feel like a lot of these stuff's pretty overrated. And I've heard, I've seen some documentaries about what you're saying now, Instead of about three bass players, two drummers, blah, blah, blah. To me, that isn't capturing... Well, I mean, everybody's got their opinion, but to me, you don't just say, like, three bass players, so that'll sound good, the four drummers, that'll sound good. Surely there's some more, like, nuance yeah, to it? Yeah, well, and, that's what
3: you want to get rid of. He didn't want to have know, any nuance at all. He just wanted to have that huge sound, yeah. and then one singer on top of it. I think there are some songs where it's Mm. justified, like you hear, like, River Deep Mountain High with Tina Turner singing. That's a Phil Spector, and that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a tune. And it it works, that huge sound works, but there's other ones where it does just sort of sound like a band echoing down a well somewhere or whatever.
1: Uh, Everything just becomes very sort of uh, hard to (laughs) do, in a sense. It's just like... I suppose it just depends If you like that Or if you don't But for me I always felt it was overrated I always thought They're better Similar things like, like stacks And Muscle shows And stuff like that it's, mm-hmm. For me it's, it's better It's a documentary Sound. Muscle Shoes Aye well. uh, But um, But then I All the rest of the stuff Double Banger He's a double buyer. Mm-hmm. Double banger
3: So both double on the, the Personal stuff And the music stuff Yeah
1: Yeah I'll give him, him buying on both counts
2: Quincy Jones Oh I mean This He's, is This is a uh, given Isn't it this is a given, man. He's a founder of IBAM, isn't he? So we'll go to Alistair first for Quincy.
3: Got to be a saint with some, with some reservations about his, uh, you know, working with and later of uh, Michael Jackson. But uh, I think that went for quite a few people. Yeah, yeah. Some reservations about that and him being a bit crazy in his old age. Um, but other than that, absolute yeah. towering titan of modern music, legend. isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Jazz, pop, Low soul, legend. disco. Uh, the lot. I had a wonderful story that just sets it all about him and just how much of a total boss he was. That um, was the day before he was doing the recording on a track with an orchestra for one of his, you know, pop and soul productions or whatever. And he was round um, at the person's house he was going to be doing the track with, and all the the arrangement for the whole orchestra hadn't been done, and. The, the other fella who wasn't Quincy was like Quincy, like they're all drinking away and having you know dinner and stuff. Quincy, you're not going to like, I mean, seriously, you know, like I, obviously you're you a know, master, but like, this has to happen tomorrow. Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. The night goes on, the night goes on, they're drinking more. And then at three in the morning, he goes bright and just pulls out his paper and goes, and writes the entire orchestration for the song. And then goes to the studio and they did it and it was perfect. And there wasn't, and none of the orchestra members said there was a no out of place just did the whole lot like that Jesus
0: See Christ so he was that good scary so it's done. that's so it's all scary. My, my Quincy oh, wow. Jones
3: chat
4: wow wow
2: he's a that's saint insane. he's a saint, <laughs> saint. <laughs> Aye. he's a saint in my book anyway I mean he's big, he was a big Martin Luther King supporter and stuff like that as well wasn't he? and he founded he was one of the founding members I watched the documentary is it called Quincy I think on Netflix uh, and it was about oh, you know good. how he was one of the founding members of IBAM and the Institute for the Black American Music and stuff like that, but he's, his music's amazing, quite like his take on the Catholic Church. I know that, no, I mean, uh, he's, he hates religion and that. He's got mm-hmm. a big negative opinion against the churches and stuff, but he does, he's in his astrology, so he's a bit of a banger there.
3: I remember reading an interview with him a year or two ago where he was like, um, Oh, you know, uh, I've got girlfriends in this state and that state and that state, they don't know about each other, it's all fine, don't worry. <laughs> Some
2: boy, he's. I think. I think he's. Um. I think he's quite. He's a bit. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? I would use here, no player? Because that sounds as if he's like a ladies' man. What I mean is, he's, he was with all the mob guys. He was with you know Sinatra and Marlon Brando. He was always with a kind of guys, you know. Um, so I think he's. He's a bit. Yeah. He can handle himself. Yeah, I think eye. Quincy. You know. Yeah, uh, it came for the rough streets as well, I suppose. But yeah, same for me. What be you?
0: Thanks. <laughs> uh, I I agree with him. I can't really add much more to it. It's a genius, and uh, he's an absolute genius. He's Michael Jackson stuffs class. Uh, his daughter's quite famous. Rashida Jones. She's in like American Office and stuff like that. She's a famous actress. She's in loads of stuff. You would recognise her straight got, away. His
1: brother's quite famous as well. Tom Jones. You heard of him?
2: He's like a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's no. not unusual, Mel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Neil. Yeah, genius again. There's, there's no way I could come against that one for sure. Merv Aye. Aye. Nothing else to say. I, so I g-
2: agree with everything. Cool. And that's that. Nice
0: one. Coolie. Thanks for, thanks for, coming thanks on, for Thanks so much
3: Aye. having thanks me, guys. Alistair. It's been a total pleasure. Very well, you know, I had a, another band with another EP that came out earlier this year, so plug that next time, right? <laughs>
0: Plug it plug it in, in, all right all right i'll let myself it in, in. there that's, that's
3: uh dead white males and we've got an ep out called uh, without music and that's that band's final uh, ep final release because our guitar player moved off the netherlands and i, I decided to call it a day on that project so i can leave a link for that that's that's something i can't yeah. i can't promote that in the sense of trying to make us bigger because we're done now but it's something i'm hugely proud of that we made so you can check that out if you want to make me happy Thanks for giving me a chance to promote that
2: as well. That's cool.
0: Absolutely, do No mate.
2: bother, mate. Thanks, Alistair. Pleasure. The least we could do for you spending time hours It's been a lot of and
0: fun. <laughs> <garbage>. <laughs> and thanks to you, the listener. Thank you very it. much for listening, guys. Thank you very much again for listening to this. J- even though it was great this week with Alistair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even though Alistair, Alistair was great. was great <laughs> this yeah, well, thanks, for thanks for listening, listening. folks. That's fucking fol- fol- shit. For it, it was listening. actually sorry. Really enjoyed it, right. guys. <laughs>
3: Thanks, thanks a lot
0: thanks. thanks very much for listening to the Carbon Copy Covid Curer Podcast we'll be back soon with another ill-informed chat-filled episode why not tell us what you think by email inquiry at carboncopymusic.bank or visit our website carboncopymusic.bank and if you're feeling really generous and you haven't already please give us a like on our Facebook facebook.com forward slash carboncopy4 and even our Instagram at carboncopy thanks again no banks or hamstring you to make up with a Carbon coffee is served right, more than anything you like. Anyway. Thank you.